Animals come in many forms, this is my belief of things seen, heard, known, and imagined. At our most basic nature, we are nothing more than animals taking what we want or having what we have been taken from us. A pack has a tyrannical ruler, someone to enforce the rules, to look out for the best interest of those under his command. I, Strahd, am this alpha male. I am no prey to be hunted, I am no weakling to be culled from the herd. I, Strahd von Zarevich am the one who creates the rules, and I enforce them as well. Only the strongest survive in any kingdom and I have proved time and time again that I am the strongest. But in the end, we are nothing more than animals. Why, it is nothing to become an animal, for that is the true nature of every man. We are not meant to wear crowns and drink from goblets. Strahd von Zarevich In a time long ago, a village was conquered. The conquered village now lies under the tyrannical rule of one individual who has no compassion, shows no mercy, and has nothing but cruel intentions devised for one individual. Peril, torment, and horror lie around every corner. The adventurers must be ready for anything. The very well-being of not only the woman, but of the entire village hangs in the balance. Join us each week to find out if the adventurers can save the damsel, save the village, or if their lives will be lost in the attempt. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast sponsored by Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com and the ambient music is provided by tabletopaudio.com. Alright, uh, we're back with episode, anybody know? Or do I need to tell y'all? 21. 20. 20. Oh, episode 20. Oh, uh, here. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Can I, can I, can I, since we're like episode 20, can I do like something real quick? Sure. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. all I <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here with uh, did, did we all agree to go back to the unknown since there's so many unknowns now yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, alright um, we're going to yeah, start off here disappeared. oh they're still bricks might, they're still bricks it might be in Periffle's back pocket of course we know we don't have yet <laughs> oh I know I know exactly where the brick is chemistry is brick uh, so, uh, we'll start around the table, um, introduce yourself, and a fun fact. He knows he's going first, and yet he's going to be muted. I just want to 
wanted to wait and see if you could change your mind since I played. Listen, somebody's wrong with disadvantage. This is Jesse. I am the last original unknown. Uh, I play Kelton. He's the Wild Magic Shifter. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, until oh. tonight, apparently. And <laughs> a fun fact about Kelton is he is hanging by a thread of his sanity right now because everything has just gone to shit. So I've already made up my mind. If when if we ever do another campaign with this group, Kelton will be officially retired if he survives because no one can go through that much. Well, if you have a good cup uh. of tea and a good smoke, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Tea and smoke like smoking the pancake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go, Adrian. Oh, hello. Uh, hi, my <laughs> name is Adrian. I have uh, I was the bard of the group, and then I I was a Kanku there for like two or three episodes, I can't remember how many. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm back again, and this time I'm playing Methanos uh, Rekiel. He is a blood hunter. Um, and a fun fact about Methanos is that every time that he uses um, blood magic, which is called... I should know the name of this. Anyway. Uh, but anyways, anytime that he uses blood magic... Um, or the more that he uses blood magic, the more that his body tends to kind of deform. Um, that's the cost of using blood magic. What? Uh, Philip. Hi, I'm Philip. Um, I was playing. Oh, there you go. I know what those some characters and I forgot his name. Man. I'm I'm it. It. I'm the legend. The legend. Then um, Amelia Thornkill, and last session he died again. So now I'll be playing. Helrin, he's a Asimar Fallen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's another haunted one, but he's haunted by a different deity. Maybe a diva? Who knows? We'll wait to find out. Princess Peach. And Michael. Hey, uh, I'm Michael G. And I was playing Sylmestra, and then Sylmestra turned a little wooden in her personality. And now <laughs> I'm playing Anli Artyom Vasilyevich, uh, who is a ranger, first and foremost, and then a cleric second. So I have heals for the party. Um, and a fun fact about him is that he is actually a knight colonel in research and development with the Order of the Green Dawn, which mission statement is to stamp out unpure and corrupt life and to restore peace and balance to nature. Hmm. Okay, he's kind of going to get a, along with Methanos, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Methanos only has one goal. To get as much gold as possible? No, just kill uh, as many fucking vampires as he can. So uh, to get crunk. Uh, so the next time I roll the D100, however many it rolls, is how many vampires comes up out of the ground. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Let's 97. It. Look at that. Uh, I, uh, I'm Richard, I'm your DM as always, and a fun fact about me is that um, sometimes I get packages in the mail with no names and no idea who they come from, and I was always told not to eat candy from a stranger, so how do I test to see if the product is any good? You eat it. I try to eat it, yep. And I do, and I don't get sick, I'm still here, so we are good. Uh, <laughs> We are brought to you. Somebody's got a secret admirer. 
I'm telling you, well, if you look this good, son, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I've seen Richard. He's an 11 out of 10. I'm not that low. I'm more like a 19 out of 10. We are uh, going it to advertise. A nice person. It was a really nice person. And I don't think they listen to this, but if they do, thank you. Thank you kindly. Um, okay. We're going to advertise uh, AccessibleGames.biz. Be sure to go and check them out. They have a Accessible Gaming Quarterly that comes out. Uh, the first issue just came out. Uh, a couple of weeks ago the next issue will come out in october and they will come out like every quarter uh it's approximately eight dollars a magazine and you can find it at drivethroughrpg.com and today we are sponsored by count coco's chocolate balls and we have count coco right here with us and to talk about his minuscule chocolate balls that he now sells hello it's count coco my balls are anything but minuscule. Some people say they are a mouthful. You can get them now using the promo code UNKNOWNS for $1.99 for a bag that usually retails for $10.99. Enjoy the balls and enjoy the thing that squishes when you take a bite. You might get are they, creamed. Are they guaranteed to melt in your mouth? Not in your mouth. <laughs> it will melt in your mouth, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Daisy Toadstool says that they may be a mouthful for a halfling. But anyway. Jesus. <laughs> this group is destined for great. We, uh, we definitely move on to the rest of the show now. <laughs> Before uh, we do what happened Monday night and just start totally derail everything. And <laughs> We're going places, but I don't know where we're going. You don't want to know. And you don't want to be there. I, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a good thing being be, be a majority blind group because we can't see it happening. So we don't know exactly. Uh, <laughs> last week, as uh, it was supposed to be just a straight up shopping day, only this group can turn a shopping day into where three new members must be introduced the next week. <laughs> I just, um, can I just interrupt for a second? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I was so relaxed, like, oh, we're going to do a shopping day. Maybe no one will die. And then this happened. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, it happened. Y'all bought potions. Dodgers spent, like, an, absurd, an enormous amount of money. Not as much as some extra did getting things uh, like to I be made. 19 AC. The four yeah. Fuck. Uh, got all kinds of stuff that's still being commissioned and made as we speak. The uh, armor, people got magical items, and then a Shadow Massive comes out of a tear in reality. And the dear beloved Amelia, instead of running to the rest of her party, decides, huh, I'm going to see what that is. Well, things did not turn out too good for her, but it wasn't the Shadow Massive that killed her. The rest of the group, after they're shopping, like, huh, where's Amelia? Well, they see her down this dark alley. A film covering the alley where she cannot escape. And Dodger, the beloved Kenku, casts the spell magic as the group is ready to go in and help. Unfortunately, there was a, whoa, wait, what? Moment as a chair formed where Sumistra previously stood not like half a second before. 
Strad Strad showed up uh, after the Shadow Mastiff was killed, uh, grabbing Amelia and drinking her blood, ripping her head off, throwing it at Ismark, and letting her body fall to the ground. Where we ended was there was Ismark and Kelton standing there. You could say, in a manner of speaking, Silmesha was just sitting there. And Dodger was like, GTFO. She was gone. You could hear the uh, the tinkle of the uh, potion bottles as she, like, hightailed it out of there. Which is understandable. Definitely understandable. I honestly thought the session was going to end with Kelton dying, but thankfully he only fell asleep. You said what? I thought for sure Kelton was going to die, but thankfully he only fell asleep. Yeah, and then everything else happened. Mm-hmm. Definitely craziness. Uh, mm. Only, only this group. You know it, man. I'm just thankful that it all happened, and I didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, you said it something to do with it all. <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we man. see Payne Strahd, you know, on the side thing coming to hack it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was really low. Um, it's at forty fifty. Yeah, I can hear it now. Um, I know we have a resident-sided person just to read things for us. He does it for me because he wants advantage, and he will give it. <laughs> oh. Nah. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I yeah, thought I was on still, a secret channel. Uh, we, we still, you know, we still have, you know, expects for use of sided people for every once in a while. We Even though we are going to take over the world, we yeah. still need sided people. Um... But, uh, as, as we left off, there were Ismark and Kelton standing there, and, like I said, Silmisher was just sitting there. So what does Kelton do? Ismark has Amelia's head and has grabbed her, uh, her belt of healing and her, and her boots and her is, now bloody bag. What is Ismark going to do with, with hey. Amelia's head? I have no idea. Kelton mm-hmm. looks in shock. Um, he looks down at the chair. He turns to Ismark. What the fuck are you going to do with her head? I mean, I could, I could. This has happened before. People have taken shit from bodies, but what are you going to do with her head? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just want it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to keep a memento, memento of hers. You know, I can terribly twist you in two like a pretzel pie woman. You can try. You can get him to try. Big old idiot. Yeah. Oh shit. Do you wanna do this right here, right now? I'll pull a straw on you, son. Strad is going to stop and let her whatever the hell. Last thing there was part of having a fight. Oh man. You want some you want some of this, Kelton? I'm tired of your lip. I'm tired of your mouth. I'm tired of you eyeing your sister like she's a new bow wife. Oh, this is an episode of Jersey Shore. I love <laughs> my sister. Some would say a little too much there, bud. Is that what you think? But I think that we need more reinforcements if you really understand God, so we probably shouldn't but we should probably quit <laughs> here and measuring our dicks or whatever we're doing. Oh, I'm not measuring my dick. I can find it. <laughs> I uh let's hold on just a second. I told everybody Kelton would be mad and then him. <laughs> uh, 
He uh, pulls out his silver katana and swings it at Kelton, getting a 21 to hit. What the fuck? Holy shit. You are a dick. That is. Like, holy shit. <laughs> We're going to start like this? Damn. Do uh, what? Uh, Alright, that hit. Causing eight damage. And attack number two. The fuck? Wait a minute, why are you attacking me more than one? Because he gets two attacks on his turn. Yeah, Mark's uh, alright. Mark's about his sister. Also, Jesse, you're, 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 are you moving your mic? Like, it almost like it goes in and out. It's pretty. Me? No, uh, Jesse. How's that? It's like, it's good. That was good. Uh, how about a 23 to hit? Oh my god, what the fuck's happening? Let me roll the damage. Ooh. Guys, I can't take this anymore. Eight damage. <laughs> I will walk away, bleeding. That's it. Run! You kill everybody else and then you run! need to find more people if we want to stop Strahd and you playing around with the crowd isn't going to do that. Uh, um, so as he, he nods like, you're right, it's very, very intense. And he holds out his hand, I'm sorry. I guess what I said wasn't really the best thing to say. Um, he looks back at the chair. I'm really getting tired of losing party members and I just kind of lost my mind. Understandable. But... You in the dick measuring contest, my friend, you win. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna... Let's see if we can get that chair in... Her chair in her bag. And he looks at it and looks at you and... I really yeah, like her. I definitely don't want to leave it here. Um, so... Both this Mark and Kelton working together. Managed to get the chair in the bag without tearing it or anything. And Ismark looks at you. How about a drink? It always seems to calm the nerves. I think that's a good idea. At this point, Kelton is going to take one of the regular healing potions. All right. Um, so you heal back 10 damage. Uh, dang, Ismark is bad. God, I didn't realize he was that bad. Um, so as, as you walk back to towards the uh, church, um, both Ismark and uh, Kelton begin to smell like the smell of... Um, like cooking sausages and uh, garlic and onions and smell of, basically the smell of food cooking. Um, you smell like some some meat roasting, and you both look up and see a uh, roof that um, has a chimney and smoke coming out of it. That as you look at it, it look it appears to be water trickling down. Uh, by magic, it is a two-story building and. Uh, the water that trickles down goes into a uh, sign that reads Blue Water Inn. Um, um, to stop you for a second, I meant to say greater healing. I don't have any regulars, so what would that be? Uh, greater does 20. Um, but Ismark would, Ismark would give you one of his healing potions because he's the one that causes okay. the damage. Um, and you see the... Uh, the inn and the sign that is in motion due to some kind of magic. Uh, Ismark looks at it, nods toward it. What you say? Let's give this a drink. Seems like as good a place as any. Uh, isn't this that place, place that we were supposed to meet somebody? And as you look up, you see like uh, about six ravens um, 
there's a couple perched on the uh, railing. There's and there's four of them perched on the roof. Uh, You'll hear a mysterious voice and there's a caca caca. The ghost on it <laughs> from a person long gone. <laughs> and um, and y'all step up onto the like porch. Um, I assume that you're going to go in as well, Kelton. Yep, yep. Uh, um, both you and Ismark walk in and shut the door. And there's a there's a few people in there. A few uh, empty tables. Um, in fact, there's more empty tables than there are people sitting at them. Uh, you notice a um, a person sitting at a table all alone, and uh, he's kind of big and muscular. And uh, I'll let him tell you what he looks like. Adrian? Um, so that'll be Methanos. You don't know his name yet, but he's sitting on a table. He's about, I can't tell his height right now, but he's about 6'2". Um, he's big. He's mos- He has, like, he's muscular, but he, he has a gut as well. Uh, like, you can tell this guy's like, you know, he can, he packed a punch. Yeah, he, he packs a punch, but he's not like, he's, he's not, yeah, he does, he's not good looking at all. Um, he has, um, medium hair or medium length hair, which he keeps on a ponytail. Um, he has a beard and the left side of his face is what you assume is almost, it looks like, like skin that is burnt. So you, you, when you look at it, you assume that it's kind of, you know, burnt skin. Um, he's wearing, uh, he's wearing, a uh, 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 scale mail, uh, or sorry, just, ooh, hold on, I gotta lower that volume. Yeah, it should um, have done it automatically, but didn't. Alright, so he's wearing scale mail, um, short scale mail, so his, his arms are kind of like, basically popping out, and then on, on top of the scale mail, he has a tabard, um, that... It almost it, you can't really tell. It's it's supposed to be a white tavern, but it's dirtied up, and and the symbol looks like a a skull um, with uh, two uh, war hammers kind of crossing on it, uh, but it's barely visible now. Um, he right next to him where he's sitting, there is a shield that it's like resting right next to the table. And right next to the shield, there's a, a giant warhammer. And um, on his shoulder, he has, like, instead of having, like, a cloak, he has uh, basically the, the skin of what you assume to be, I don't know, a werewolf or a wolf. Just a wolf. Um, and he's sitting there, seeping ale. Uh, um, likewise, in the bar, you see someone else sitting at a corner table with his back to two different walls so that he can see the entirety of the room you see a male human sitting there and i will let you tell them what he looks like that's me right yeah yep yep just making sure so the man you see is uh, you could describe him as a picturesque roman very mediterranean features but bronze skin that definitely showed he's an experienced outdoorsman he's Expression is a little bit confused, a little bit concerned, a little bit suspicious, but you can tell it's kind of battling an inner calmness or confidence. His uniform, or what you guys see as a uniform, 
is very Spartan. It makes mostly made up of uh, dark greens and dark grays. And the tunic, and on the left breast, is embroidered a small patch of uh, colorful ribbons that might indicate decorations or awards. And on the epaulets of the tunic, um, on the left is emblazoned a different rank, and on the right is another. His general appearance is very pragmatic in nature. His uh, uh, jet black hair uh, comes down about his shoulders, and you can see, leaning against the corner of the intersection of the two walls, a long pike, along with a bow and a not insignificant amount of arrows. And there are other various, you know, utilitarian items festooned about his back. He's currently sipping a mug of tea and packing a new set of tobacco into his rosewood pipe. Huh? Um, as y'all see this, simultaneously, back in the alley from whence y'all just came and there was so much death and destruction, as though summoned by the death and the evil deed that was done, a hand began begins to come through a tear in the the membranous um, material that was at the end of the alley, at the far end of the alley, <clears throat> where the shadow master was coming from. Um, at first, a hand emerges, followed by an arm, then a head, and Soon thereafter, a body steps onto the what is now a slightly blood-soaked dirt alleyway. There was not much blood left in Amelia's body, but what there has been has drained into the uh, dirt in this alleyway. Uh, there's still some like kind of ectoplasm or gunk from the residue from the Shadow Master and a somewhat humanoid figure stands up and kind of stretches his back as he has entered into this world. And I will let him describe himself to you. Okay. Well, as he what was badass? Up. The description? Wait, yeah. <laughs> that was. Uh, thank you. Uh, as he stands up stretching, you kind of notice he has shadow with black hair. He has uh, blue eyes, very pale skin, would, you know, it kind of has like a human but yet celestial vibe feeding off of him. Um, he stands six foot four. He's kind of, you know, built more or less like an elf, you know, kind of muscular but lean at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing what seems to be like some kind of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, man, I can't remember what you call it. Like royal. Not so much royalty clothes, but like a noble uh, nobility. Noble, yeah, nobility clothing with he's got draped over him as a dark cloth trimmed in gold. Um, he's also in his right hand. He's got a um, a quarter staff, and you know he has his bag draped across his shoulder, and he speaks as he stands up. Oh, such a pity. Uh, well, at least they shall not find me here. He starts walking towards the tavern or whatever. That's <laughs> I like it. As, as he walks forth, the membrane shimmers behind him and kind of um, ripples. When it disappears, it goes. Do what? I was trying to make some like squishing noise with him. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, and uh, like I said, it ripples and he heads to the end of the alley and then. 
as though the smell of the food draws him as well, he finds himself standing, climbing up the steps of the Blue Water Inn as, as every one of the six ravens looks at him as he opens the door and enters in. What? What do you guys got? You got something to say? <laughs> they uh, somewhat <laughs> ruffle their feathers and, and shake themselves as they look at you. And as you step through the door, you notice... Um, well, you don't shit on me. <laughs> you notice uh, a person sitting at a table by himself drinking a mug of ale. To your left, you see someone uh, drinking a cup of tea while smoking on a pot. A haze of blue smoke comes, or a stream of uh, blue smoke comes up from the pipe and from several other tables too, where there is you know people sitting and smoking. There is a haze of blue smoke that hangs above each and every one of you at the ceiling level. Uh, it's almost as you can taste the smoke. Um, you also smell the smoke of the cooking food and the wood that is used to burn it. Uh, at a table, you see uh, Ismark. Um, you don't know their names yet, but you see uh, Ismark and Kelton sitting there. And um, Ismark has just handed Kelton a mug of ale. Um, and a shot of uh, Dragon Slayer for each of them. And he looks at Kelton and says, Bottoms up, my friend. It, it will make us both feel better. Kelton picks up the glass, but he also glances around the room, noticing the three other people that have been described to us and kind of inclines his head towards them, the different people, and back to Ismark. We were looking for people to join the group, and looks like we might have a few uh, potentials there. It Honor is a good possibility. Um, Honor is in the far corner so that he could watch, you know, excuse me, the entire room. Mm -hmm. um, because that is how I would play a ranger. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and Methanos, right? Yep. Okay. Um, you are sitting probably two tables away. And you catch the word looking and then the word party. But you're not really paying them what they're saying too much attention. You're like looking around your surrounding. You know, um, along with the other talk, those are the only two words that you pick up. Uh, Ismark uh, lifts his mug of ale and toasts, uh, like clinks it with Kelton's and says to Silmistra, to Vicklas, to Amit to Amelia, to all those we have lost, and to the one Strahd that we're going to fucking kill. That will down his shot, and as he downs it, you can see by his face it's strong, it affects him. He stares off and just says, take me home, country road. And when, when with we, that... Would they um, hear him say Strahd's name? I get that in just a second. Okay. Um, and with that... Give yourself one insanity point back. All right. Um, and I don't have uh, to roll names, right? Right. And I want um, Helen. Y'all gonna have to give me a few sessions to get the names down. Helen, Methanos, and Henri each roll me perception. Henri, roll it with disadvantage because you're a little further away. It's a plus four to wisdom, though. And uh, proficiency. Ooh, that might I got a 22. You hear them say Strahd and that they're going to 
fucking killing or murderizing. Uh, he slowly strike, you know, casually strays over to the, their table. <laughs> uh, um, uh, you walk over to their table, and I'll finish that up in just a second. Uh, Michael, what did you get? Uh, a 12 plus 6. 16? 12, 12 plus a 7 is, oh, I just took my math midterm. 19. It, it doesn't matter. You beat what I was looking for anyway. <laughs> um, you hear them say the name Strahd and basically like the last little bit that a little bit that Ismark said. Um, and what did Mithanos get? Uh, ten. Ten. Um, you hear it as well. Uh, I was really looking just for an easy roll, um, except for Honor who was so far away. Um, you hear them say Strahd's name and you know, that they're going to effing kill him or murderize him. Um, and you have seen Hellrun walk up to the table. There are two other chairs at the table. Um, Ismark and Kelton are sitting across from each other. So there are, like I said, two other chairs at the table. Uh, Thanos is going to stay on his chair, drink his ale, and just watch. I feel like we're going to have to go to him. Yeah, I ain't moving. <laughs> That's just a sadness. Omri's <laughs> attention is definitely caught by the trio that just entered. He's... Uh, um, are you going to walk over or are you going to stay seated? Reserved for now, but the mention of Strahd and his sudden arrival in this hellish land is uh, ringing some bells. Uh, so basically, the way I'm getting it is, you're going to keep your focus on them while using your perception to watch and listen for the rest of the room as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what does uh, Hellrun do? He approaches, approaches uh, I happen to overhear you speak of destroying Strahd. I'm kind of hoping you're searching for, you know, a few more allies because... No harsh reason, you know. I really don't know you guys, but as far as what I can tell, it may not be enough. As far as the information what I've gathered on this particular thing or whatever it is, part of me, I'm kind of new to this realm as you speak, but it would be my honor to be able to join you. Well, my friend, tell him we'll look over at Hellrin. You kind of stepped into a shit show. See, we, my friends and I, for... Reasons that are a long story were came here to hopefully depose Strahd and end him. Now, me and Ismark here are the only two people left in our original group. Uh, we've lost so, quite a few, and we so would be more you, than... You are the ones who lost the ally in the alleyway back there. We are, and I don't... You said you're from a different realm, but did you hear about the windmill incident? No, I didn't hear about that one. No, it was a tragedy. <laughs> so we, as long as you know you're up to it, we can use all the help we can get. Is Ismark looks at you and looks at Kelton. Well, the way things have been going, and he looks back at Hellrun. If we don't like you, you probably won't stay around for very long. Strahd has a, and he's not saying this like in a disrespectful way. <laughs> you know, um, uh, Strahd has a way of taking those that that we grow to be fond of. He, uh, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve for that slickly whatever the hell he is. He he has taken my sister twice and if he if he gives her 
the vampire kiss one more time, she she will be his for all of eternity. We we brought her here to hopefully hopefully keep her safe. God, and Pelton wasn't worried about getting getting killed. He would have said that he's taken her sister, his sister, but not in the biblical sense. <laughs> I told you, his mark's bad, man. Um, so he looks at you, reaches out his hand, and says, "I'll be glad, glad for you for you to join us. Pull up a chair." And you don't reach out and shake his hand, but he sticks his hand out like this ball. That works. Um, it's kind of, you know, you land strange germs. <laughs> and they're, they're just these that I've heard of called the corona. Very bad. Um, so uh, a waitress walks over to you. Um, a pretty youngish girl, probably 18, human, uh, blonde hair. Says, what What can I get you to drink? Would you, would you like something to eat as well? We have uh, we have stew, we have lamb stew, we have um, this uh, wonderful thing that we have here called um, like smoked sausage. We have you know um, a beef stew. We have you know basically really basic at lunch, but you know you can get that yeah, and smoked sausage sounds pretty tasty. Uh, um, Ismark will take a uh, smoked sausage and bread as well. Uh, what about Kelsey? <laughs> Ah, a wine drinker, I see. Well, we have the grape smash and the red smash. Which one would you prefer? We oh, we have a little bit grape. of it left. Grape ah, the grape. Color. All right. Um, and Ismark will also order a uh, a red <laughs> smash. Um, and and for you, sir. And and she looks over at uh, Kelton. What can I, I get for you? Over to the ranger. Um, whose name I do not remember. Henri. Uh, Henri. What is what is he drinking? Oh, Henry? he's oh. he's having tea. I'll have that. Not in the world you can move right now. It's ginger tea with cinnamon. Fancy. Very well. <laughs> um, so uh, she stops by um, Mathanos' table. Oh, would you, <laughs> would you like uh, would you like another? Mug of ale, sir, or something else, something to eat. I give me some of those sausages that I smell. Very well. Um, what? The what? You sound like really muffled. Yeah, man. What? How am I now? Oh, no, that good. Was good. Yeah. Uh, I just said Kevin will push the mug nope. of ale towards nope. his muffled again. <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> Uh, are you know. grocery shopping? Are you? No, I'm holding the microphone. Now. Are you it's like? Dried. Are you in your? Are you in your bed? Like cover? No. And, no I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> Let me log okay. off. Back. No. Don't, Don't go. log off. Don't go. It's a, it's gone. Maybe no return. It's, it's, it's okay if, if you're under the covers. It's fine. He's scared. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like snuggling up with like some meat or something for a night of uh, does yeah, not sound man. bad. No, it does not. Oh my god! Hey, my man. Uh, talk a little more. Uh, it's weird. It's like it goes. Yeah. It's like it's I don't almost know, what like. The hell? Yeah, Can that's we, good. That's good. That's good. Right there. Right there. It's the microphone that I always use that I use right for Mario. It's weird because it's almost like it. That's what she said. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I, I can hear you fine now. That's it. For now, it's fine. Uh, yeah. What I was going to say is I'm trying <laughs> not to move at all. Uh, Kelton will push his mug of L over to Ismark, completely untouched. Do you want this? I'm really not in the drinking mood. Very well. Um, and, you know, he, he drinks on it some. Um, and she walks over to uh, Henri and the waitress says, Can I get you something to eat, sir? What do you have as far as plant options? Oh, we have a vegetarian. We have a nice uh, cob salad, or we um, can uh, make you just a straight up salad without any meat or cheese on it if you don't want any type of protein on it. Kelton will say in Sylvan, What a basic bitch. Mmm, Barovian salad. I wonder what that is like. I'll throw in tall salad. Uh, um, we also do have a wonderful uh, bean burrito if you would like one. Kelton's going to gesture over to the waitress. Yes. What can I help you with? This is kind of a weird request, but do you have any cake? Yes, we have we have some cake. I would like a piece of cake, please. Okay. Kelton is but, sad he's going to try to eat his sadness away. But as my mother always told me, you don't get dessert until you eat, but oh, she, I winks, completely she winks at you. I'll get you a piece. I won't oh. tell. Uh, so she walks into the back, and um, so you have Ismark, Kelton, and Helrin sitting at the table. Um, Henri is still sitting off by his cell. Uh, Mathanos, right? Yeah. Um, yeah is sitting at a table by himself and there are a couple other tables um you see some people glancing around the two you see a man uh back there wearing a spotted apron um it has like gravy stains on it and you know some flour and he uh has like sandy blonde hair with uh blue eyes and um he's looking out at you and, and fixing plates uh, some of the stew he cuts a uh, nice hunk of cake and pours a glass of uh, the grape mash and a glass of the red one, and um, places it on a uh, like a waiter's tray and hands it to the girl. And uh, she, you know, brings it back to you and sets it each each person's down in front of them. Um, she said, uh, "My my boss," and she's talking to Ismark, Kelton, and Helen here. Um, Wants to know if uh, he may join you. He overheard you say something, and uh, he he has a couple of questions. Sure. Uh, so the man in the apron, um, and whenever the girl walks back to him, nods, and you know uh, he he walks over to you and sits down. He has a uh, a mug of ale in in his hand as well, and uh, he says, uh, "I wasn't." trying to eavesdrop but we tend to listen out for certain words that people say around here you're, you're nervous because you said cake <laughs> if you if you had said steak i would have paid attention <laughs> um and, and he, magic word <laughs> he, he, he smiles at you and has like a glitter in his eye you know, I was actually listening out for the word sausage, you know, because my wife's always wanting mine. And he, you know, chuckles and gives a wink. Good for you. But, I only had that. 
I've only been able to give my sauces to a lady on a very few occasions, so you are a lucky man. Uh, as long as it's not a bugbear, you're good. They have well, things. That... And not funny that you mentioned that. I did get drunk one day, and it was. He looks at you. It happens. To the <laughs> best of us. He said, but we do listen out for certain things uh, in this village, and I couldn't help but overhear you all say the name of uh, Strahd. A fire comes into mentioned the name. Yes, we may have. And he sits very dainty. So, am I to assume that you three are going to try to take on Strahd yourself? We're looking, hopefully, for more people. Um, we had a group, needless to say, is Mark and I are the only two survivors, along with a few others, so it didn't go very well, but... Yeah, I just met him. Strahd is not our biggest fan, and we are not the biggest fan of him. Uh, I, too, have lost friends to him. That is the diplomatic way of saying, I want to stake him and cut off his head. Very, very well put. Well, I am... I am part of an order that we are working, we will work with anyone who is trying to rid this land of the Count, as he likes to call himself. And if we can help you in any way, all you have to do is ask. Have you, and he looks at you, and then looks at Ismark, and then looks back at you, Kelton. Wait a second. Did you meet, did you meet anyone while you were in Barovia, someone, someone that had lost a loved one that may have been hanging from a scaffold. Out of character, I think we did. Remember the yes, name. You did. You did. Yeah, yep. you did. It's, it's the husband of the the curl lady. Were yeah. Raven. Raven. The sexy mm-hmm. rare Raven was standing mm-hmm. there naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yep. We, we did. But I, I thought they were so. And he looks like not really confused, but like pondering what's running through his head. <clears throat> but they were some strong someone that killed the there was supposed to be a dwarf and two half elves. Strahd killed them both? Strahd killed all three of them? Yes, Strahd has killed doing math. Three or um pretty much our whole party then someone was reincarnated and they were killed as well. Then then he must be stopped. The killing the killing has to end. He uh says my name is Erwin, and I am, I rank fairly high in the order of, hold on, I'll make sure I get that right. Order of the uh, car. Yeah. Order of the <laughs> car nights. Order, order of the chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sausage nights. The sausage nights. He's biting the cake and kind of look over and wink at the waitress because he's eating the cake first. I'm trying to find the... Alright, okay, there it is. Um, he says, I'm a, I'm a fairly high-ranking official in the Order of the Keepers of the Feather. I do believe my my friend told you about us. Said that you she should have told you something along the lines of if you're looking for friends or allies in Velaki, then to come to the Blue Water Inn. Yes, we were to meet someone there. Well, I am the one that you were sent here to meet, but it it is. It is a very big coincidence. I'm sure it's felt a lot longer for us than it has for you to finally meet you. 
It has. I, I expected you over a week ago. Uh, we got held up in the Durst house. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I have. It it takes many, many adventurers in and never allows them to leave. Um, Methanos and uh, Honor, y'all are both hearing this, although you're not sitting at the table. Yeah, I was going to ask them to make a perception check to pick up on mm-hmm. the conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say y'all, y'all can hear it because uh, y'all are focused on them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, Erwin continues, but as powerful as the keepers of the feather can be, we are mostly scouts and can keep an eye out for things that may happen. While we can find it's not always our strongest suit. Uh, information or research often helps you study an enemy and prepare a better battle battle plan or battle strategy. We had I a, do agree, my dear friend. I'd love to do research. Uh, I will say that we will help you as much as we can, but that allow me to be blunt for a moment. He looks at the three you three of us or three of you will not be enough. Well I kinda count for three people myself. We, we've been told before we had a full group that we weren't enough, so we're kind of used to it. Do you know anything about these two and Kelp will indicate Henri and Matthias? Well, from what I gather from the one sitting in the corner I do believe that he would be a good tracker or a good scout. And the one sitting behind you, and he indicates Methanos, he gives me the impression, while he doesn't say much, he gives me the impression that he's basically a mercenary for hire. And the way he is looking at us, I don't gather that he likes the Count very much either. I haven't really found anybody with a good part who does. No one here does. Although he does have some people in Velaki. We, the majority of us, do not like him. Um, and he looks over to Heron. So how do you like that, that grape smash? Uh, it's quite fine. Thank you. My, my family makes it. Uh, we're very proud of it. Um, it's homemade, although there's, there's not much of it left anymore. Uh, and he looks to uh, Ismark, and Ismark says... It's pretty good. And um, everyone says, I appreciate that. Uh, like I said, something has happened and we haven't received a shipment in, in over a week and a half. And we're, we're just running out here. Um, he said, uh, and he shakes his head, but sorry about that. But, but back to uh, Strahd and, and some help. Uh, I do believe that they may be of some help and I will be the go-between if you, if you want me to. I think this quest might be something to show to these two my skills and the skills of whoever might join us. It might be a thing of learning our new allies. So that is a very good idea. So what Hel- Helen, what's your story? What was that? What's what your story? What I mean is, what can what do you bring to the table of this taking down Strahd idea? Well, I have several tricks up my sleeve, mostly magic. I guess my question is, so you know how to play? He's basically asking, can you kick ass? I'm <laughs> uh, not much in a straight-up head-to-head fight, but, you know, I've got some pretty powerful spells, shall to speak. My go-to is the fireball, one of my most favorite. Make sure you don't 
around any windmills. <laughs> um, and Why y'all talk- the windmill? <laughs> <laughs> as, as y'all were talking, um, Erwin walks over to uh, Methanos. Or Meth- is it Methanos or Meth? Yeah, that's the only way you can say it, ain't it? Methanos, yeah. No, Methanos, yeah. Why can't you do the name Bob? You know, just Bob. I keep thinking of Thanos and remember that a month. Yeah, yeah, that's what I keep. Um, he walks over to Thanos. Uh, I do believe, sir, that uh, they are looking for someone of your. And he looks at your hammer and all in, of your uh, capabilities. Before you finish anything, he says, 500 gold. Me shrugs. Not me. All right. Continue drinking my ale. <laughs> All right, Kelton will get you. He would have. Um, right? Yes. Kelton will get up and walk over to the table where I, I almost said IRS. Erwin and um, <laughs> Methanos are almost called Methanos. Yeah. Are you interested uh, in killing a vampire? 500 gold. That wasn't my question. I said, are you interested in killing a vampire? And I said. 500 gold, which is what you need to pay me if you want Strat's debt. If you want me to be interested. <laughs> My friends' lives, they did not die for just 500 fucking gold, but if that's what it takes to get you to lift that big war hammer there and actually do something instead of just sitting here on your ass, then I'll give you 500 gold. Oh, you know what? Shit. I am not interested in this shit. You know what? You can go kill the count yourself then. I'll give you a thousand. Don't give a shit. Um, you know what? Your friends died. I'd like to. If, if wait, wait, I'm not. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Not with the bitch out session over here. <laughs> Do you know why your friends died? I'm sure you're going to enlighten me. Because you're acting like a bitch. You're full of emotion, and that's what the counts gets you. So I, I there were people that you cared about, and they were slaughtered in front of you. It's you not were- about me. I'm You're the one that is in need of you, you called me a bitch, you can answer my question. I am not going to answer anything to you, sir. 500 gold, you pay me now, we do the I job. I tried to, and you said you home. wouldn't do it. Yeah, because you're acting like a bitch. <laughs> um, okay, Henri. Rising emotions. Um, Henri will get up and, leaving his weapons behind, he'll just quietly walk over to the uh, Mithanos and Kelton. So you're yeah. walking over to him? Yeah. Jed York runs in, steals your weapons, and he runs out and out the door. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry, Michael. Okay, so you're walking over to uh, Thanos and Kelton and Irwin. Yeah, and um, he'll uh, lay the back of his palm against Kelton's shoulder in a very soft voice that's not indicative of any anger or hostility, he'll say. There has been enough death from what I have heard, and let there be peace for now. But I've overheard what you said and what this warrior has said, and I'm interested. You want 500 gold too? No. I can sense the hurt and the darkness in this land, and it pains me. Even though I'm a newcomer. Well, thank you for your help. I will reach in to his pouch, pull out 500 gold, gently place it on hello, the table. Hello, Harold walks up to put his other hand on his. I we might want to wait. We might want to wait till Taylor. Can we see? Will you join us on this mission to find out about the missing cargo 
And so we shall test your strength, as we shall say, to see if you are worthy enough of joining us before we pay for the death of Strahd. He's going to tell us to fuck off. Let me get you something straight here. I don't need you. You need me. You need people. You pay uh-huh. me, I go with you, and I kill as many of those fucking bloodsuckers as I can get my hands. So, what you're Personally, saying... Personally, I don't need nobody. Oh, fantastic, then. We're done doing business here. What can you're saying, then... away from my fucking what, table. What you're saying, then, is not your table. It's actually the property of the inn here. What you're saying is you'll kill anything for money. You have no ties. You don't care about anything else. You make a lot of assumptions here. What am I supposed to assume from someone who just wants money for ridding the world of this piece of shit? You don't understand half of what you hunt. That's what makes you weak, and that's what makes you emotional. You either pay me, shut the fuck up, and then we can get on with our business, (laughs) or you can walk away and find someone else, which I'm sure, and looks around the... suggestion on him. Okay. Okay. I'm not uh, sure. Uh, what'd you say talking? Well, I don't know. Somebody got a suggestion of me, so what am I doing? <laughs> All I was going to say is that Calvin will say that he's told you five times he'd pay you. Yeah, but you're bitching a lot, so <laughs> he doesn't like that. Like, quite frankly, that's just not going to work with him. Uh, so what does the suggestion do? I don't well, have it. Drop, drop the tough man act and listen with your heart and not your cock. <laughs> Thanos does absolutely nothing and continue drinking his drink. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, you resistant to magic? Are you, I don't mean, are you resistant to magic? <laughs> no, but you don't know anything about my character to make an assumption about, you know. I'm, I'm, following, I'm actually following the suggestion. So. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, John, we will type up. The warrior speaks some wisdom, and so do you, uh, sorcerer of the wild. I think we can mediate or compromise. We can. I want that basic vampire bitch dead, and I'm willing to pay you to do it. Are you putting the gold on the table or no? Yes, he puts the gold on the table. Fantastic. He grabs the gold, put it in his back, pick up his hammer, drop a gold coin to pay the bill, and pick up his shield, put it in his back. Where are we going? Uh, Erwin. Erwin, where are we going? Claps his hands together. Very well. A good test, and I will give you all free room and board and meals as long as you stay here in Vallaki, here at the inn. If you will go find out why the shipment has been late from my father's winery called the Wizards of the Wine, then it will be a great test of your camaraderie to see how well you all work together. Do, do you accept this challenge or this assignment? I pledge my service. He nods at you. I do. Sorry, my headphones slid. He, he will nod at you. Ismark agrees. He will nod at Ismark. He looks at Methanos. Do you accept it, sir? I am under contract, sir. I go wherever he goes, and he points at Kelton. <laughs> Very well. He looks at. I love this character. Oh yeah. <laughs> he looks at. He looks at Helrin. What about you? Oh, I'm down. I must, you know, take notes on my, I guess, new allies for a while to see if they're worthy of traveling with me. I guess. 
Very well. Um, the impression. Where is the rest of our party? They're at the church. Okay, I couldn't remember. Okay. That was going to be my question. Do y'all want? <laughs> yeah. Do y'all mm-hmm. want Periwinkle to go, and do you want him to stay? Oh yeah, like Periwinkle doesn't know anything about like. No. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't. I I really I want to see him interact with Methanos, but I don't know the way people die. I don't know if we want him to come. What's everybody think? Um, uh, Henri will offer the suggestion as we gather our belongings. They might be better to share facts about it. Um, before we make any decisions to bring anybody else at risk. Well, I don't think our friend here cares to know any of us. As as y'all are sitting here, standing here talking. You, or hired help. I'm sorry. You hear the door open up, and Ileana walks in. Brother Donovan, all five of him. Oh, we got a bit hungry. Oh, the sausages here are wonderful. And you hear Cuddles. Cuddles try. I mean, Cuddles. Kelton tries to brace himself. moving out of the way. Methanos is just. Methanos is standing there holding his uh, Warhammer, like, you know, like basically resting on like one shoulder and then just kind of like looking at the situation with like, like a, like a fucking like morning bitch face. Just like. (laughs) 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 Y'all fell to, y'all fell to admit y'all have a giant among you. There's a twinkle of mirth in Henri's eye. God, God. His simples look strong. (laughs) He um he looks over at uh, Methanos. Ooh, grump grump. Ah. He, he just doesn't move. He just continues to stare. <laughs> I'm just like immutable, just looking at him with the hammer. Hired help for paying you to be nice. You're not paying me to be nice. Which <laughs> I got to think it's getting me pretty funny. You got, you know, Perry from standing towering over everybody else. You got my character six foot four. And you got uh, Than- Mathanos six foot two. What's Perry well, like? Yeah. Yeah. And then Henri. Yeah, he's like seven <laughs> three, seven four. Yeah, that's better. Six foot even. Perry would probably seven. Yeah, seven foot three. He's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> look, look up, look up the Big Show um, on Google. He, he's about that tall. Okay. Um, he looks over at uh, Henri. Ooh, little. He's about the same size as Cuddles. <laughs> but everybody's little to Periwinkle. Yeah, I say oh. everybody's pretty yeah, much little, little to you, big guy. He looks around. He looks around. We're Amelia. We're Mistra. They... He, looks at, he looks at Cuddles. Cuddles? Hey, he's not asking about the Kenku? I'm going to cry. He, 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 was, he, was, <laughs> he, he did. He, he speaks into Where's chicken? Chicken. Chicken. Are these the uh, friends you lost, Cuddles? It's his way of describing. Chicken. Where's Mistra? Periwinkle, they, uh, they didn't make it. It's just us now. I need to get brick. I'll go get brick. No, we don't need brick. Hey, Richard. Yeah. Um, well, this is going on. How far away is the um, the Order of the Feather person? Irwin. Irwin? Yeah. He's right here at the table with y'all. Okay. So everybody's having this conversation distracted. Methanos hands he 
he's uh, basically uh, pulling the little pouch of coins uh, that mm -hmm. Kilton just gave him. Um, he counts about a hundred and keeps in his back, and then he hands the rest to Erwin and says, "Is like, I'm gonna need as many healing potions as you can get with this when I get back. Of course, keep the rest." Do you want them now? No. I can send someone to get them. Look, if you have them now, that's great, but I could wait. I'm giving you the money now, so when we come back for whatever the fuck this is, then, you know. What What kind do you right. want? You want regular, um, superior, greater? I, uh, out of character, is that the... Which one is the one that is like 100 Re gold? No. Wait, how Reg much is it? Regular is 50, right? Regular is 50. Yeah. The next one's 100, and it heals 120. No, it heals 20. So I'm giving you 400 gold. Let's do, let's just do regular to 50 gold ones. Uh, he said. Yeah. Uh, um, he he walks over. He takes the gold and walks over to one of the people sitting at the table, and they have a not really a silent, but a conversation that y'all can't hear, whispered conversation. Um, mm -hmm. he nods and leaves, and then he comes back to you. Wait five minutes, and then he goes back behind the bar. Okay. Yes, uh, great. He nuts. Great foresight, my friend. Well, uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Perry Wimple was like, Hi, guys. Where's Amelia? She didn't make it, Perry Wimple. You kill her, too? No, I did not. Okay. And he sees the food that everybody just left on their plate before they started talking, and he's like eating off of everybody's plate. Everyone was good. Please don't eat my cake. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and you turn around and you see him shoving the cake in his mouth. Oh, you want it back? You're no, like, want more? And as he's eating, I'll look around at the rest of the group and I'll just say, he might not look at it, but he look at it, but he's one tough bastard and he is completely level-headed when he's angry. It's quite astonishing. He, he flexes his arms like, God, God. Mythanos is completely like, no emotion on his face. He's kind of like, giving like, you know, like the 1,000 yard stare. Yeah. What was, that, what, was that, what was that creature that he killed? Didn't he finish off one of the the devil? Mm -hmm. or, uh, uh, a ghost. Yeah. Um, the mind yeah, devil. Okay, was that? I, I cast a uh, mage hand to go there and get one of my sausages off the plate before he devours it. As you cast it and pick it up, his mouth is like chasing us off. We know there are freaks out there that love an owlbear. Maybe your lust is a bugbear. Half-orcs didn't just magically appear. I don't care what your fantasy is, unless you pay me enough to care. Your desire will not get you laughed at, unless you pay for us to laugh at you. In other words, what you want, is what you will get at Tan My Hide. Madame Geneva has all sorts of collections and species to fulfill even your most unusual desire. If you are feeling especially frisky, then be sure to roll the 100-sided dice we have and jump on the chaos table to see what you get. We are located in Thunder Mall and don't worry if you hear screaming someone paid for it. Methanos. I keep wanting to say Methuselah, so if I actually say that, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he will just say, believe it or not, he killed a dream, uh, mind devil. Methana's like holding his same pose, hammer on the shoulder, and then just kind of like, you know, shifting his eyes from Pettywinkle to you. He goes, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and why you doing? Big old, he does have that big old back, axe across Bex's back. Strapped across his back too. So, and so, and so he's, he's not thinking about this axe as he's running around chasing the sausage. Oh <laughs> he's gonna like <laughs> he's gonna bring the house down on us. Terrible <laughs> <laughs> stop! What Carlos? I'm hungry. You knocked down the building. You just hit the wall with your axe. Hitting the wall. Okay. No, you just, no. Was the deep gouge in the wood? Do you, oh, he just did it again. Um, <laughs> do you need me to give you another cup of tea, Kelton? Is it Kelton or Cuddles? It's Kelton. <laughs> it's Kelton. It's a very long story. Kelton. Kelton Utos. He holds it that it's Cuddles. It's Cuddles no. to him. It's Kelton to everyone else. So Methanos looks. <laughs> Methanos, Methanos again shifts his eyes to Kelton's like, mm, just out of professional matter. Should I call you Master Kelton or Master Cuddles? I'm nobody's master, but you can call me. You pay me. Call him Cuddles. No, don't listen to him. Call me, please. Master Cuddles. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> master Cuddles? What if I pay you another 100 gold? Will you stop calling me Cuddles? He looks at you, waits for like 10 se or 5 seconds, and says, No. <laughs> it has been about five minutes now, and the guy that was sitting over at the table wearing like a grayish shirt and cloak walks over to you and in a walks over to Methanos and, and in a quiet voice, Here you go, sir. Methanos takes the potions, nuts, um, and puts them in his back. The guy nods at you and walks back to his table. Uh, so, the question is now, do y'all want Cuddles to go? Do you want him to stay? Now that everybody has met Cuddles. Well, you mean Periwinkle. Well, yeah, so we, yeah. Are we all going, going, even the young, lovely lady? It is more... Perilous thing travel. Maybe perilous for the lady to travel with us. You said something about Strahd. If he bites her one more time, he will be totally... She would be totally under his control. And Ismark nods. She stays here. Question is, will she be safe here if we leave Periwinkle to protect her? I um, believe the big guy right will die to protect her. And I hate to be in his wrath away. And once he gets angry, he, he looks pretty, really pretty bad. I mean, you can see it all over his face how he feels about it. <laughs> um, all Father Jim says, as long as the bones stay here in the church... It is hallowed ground, and Strad cannot enter in. So she has to go back to the church, then? Yes. Okay. In order to be completely safe, she has to be. I well, maybe the Order of the Feather may watch over and maybe send information toward us if something happens back this way to get us back this way. Not a bad idea. Yeah. So now he's returned with a new cup of tea for cuddles. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> So, does Perry Wimple go with y'all, or do y'all want him to stay? I think he should go with him. That's one vote for him. It don't matter to me. I mean, this is like, kind of out of character, do you want him to go? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that both. <laughs> I mean, I, I, have no, I have no problem doing it. Um, I just want... Well, I, th I think we should, because you're having to do... Um... Yeah, if I... Out of character, if um, I haven't heard back, then I will get somebody else to run Ismark. Um... But nobody gets periwinkle. Nobody. Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. That, I think, I I think, think we're yeah. just choose which one we want to go with. Yeah. Is Mart or periwinkle? 
Yeah. Well, you won't have to want two extra characters plus yeah. going on. I think like uh-huh. yeah, I'm okay if you take one, but like two, hmm, I don't know. And, and hopefully somebody will have Ismark next week. So I mean, it, it will be okay. I don't mind because I, I can yeah, handle I think, that for a I session. I think we're pretty much balanced either way to go though for anything as far as what we have as players. Okay. You know, talent uh, for us the parties. Then I shall leave Perry Wimple here. Um, it makes sense that he would want to stay and protect Ileana anyway. Um, <clears throat> so he Ismark... has a nickname for Ileana because I think it'd be kind of weird if he only had a nickname Cuddles and she didn't have her own nickname. Are you asking him as Kelton or? Yeah. Perry Wimble, do you have a name for Ileana? Princess Peach. <laughs> Are you a mind reader? Because that's what I was supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I was really fixing to say. It just, it just, yeah. I don't know. Seem appropriate. Um, it's that blood magic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, pair up on them, gather up food, and, you know, they all nod to y'all as they head back to the church. Um, Perry Wimple. Um, what's the word? Mindlessly, um, like swinging his axe as he waves by to everybody. <laughs> and there's like the people that are coming in, they're like ducking, trying to miss his axe. I really hope he doesn't. Bye, Kajosh. Bye, Periwinkle. Maybe Kai we Josh. need to buy him a some kind of covering for that blade where he kills somebody. I'm like he's a, got it on his uh, back. for when he's going into the eatery or something. <laughs> uh, put the cover on. He'll go into battle, not remembering to take the cover off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he do pretty still pretty good damage with the yeah. cover on. It, <laughs> oh yeah, maybe maybe um, he swings the axe on the cover, just like you right. know, gets shoot. He has like range damage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Irwin walks back over and says, <clears throat> "So do we? Do y'all agree? Y'all agree to take?" The uh, to find out why the shipment hasn't come in in over a week. Yes, we do. You will, you will, as you leave here, you will head west on the Slavic road because I cannot say the way it actually is. Lasting, that just sounds like a pickle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, can we just call it pickle road? Works for me. Head out on uh, the Pickle Road. And, uh, we'll rest before we leave because I don't know about any of you other guys. Hmm? Rest is always a good thing. Uh, physical <clears throat> I could use that. As I said, rooms and your meals are free mm-hmm. uh, since you're taking taking this like mission or quest on for me. Um, so you can the rooms are upstairs. There are four rooms, so feel free to stay in them tonight and. Uh, get yourself a good meal in the morning, and then you can be on your way if you choose. Sounds good. Thank you, Erwin. And he nods at you. Um, so everybody wants to take a long rest. Is there anything else you want to do Methanos, before? Methanos is going to take a long rest. However, mm-hmm. he is going to grab one of the chairs from the tavern, and then basically he's going to position the chair outside of Kelton's uh, room and there's that's where he's going to sleep. Okay. <laughs> um, um Andre yeah. will set up camp beside Thanos. Just I guess I guess it'd be like talking to a brick wall. 
but you know, sharing the pipe and yeah. This is something to do, and it's not being alone. So, uh, uh, what about the other two of you? It's Marcus. Yeah, I'm taking a long rest and going to in my room. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna drink another cup of tea and then I'll go upstairs. Uh, um, so yeah, he, he, he also orders a bottle of that purple. The what great, the great wine. Ah, uh, great wine number three. Yeah. Uh, um, that will be uh one so gold piece. Drink away his dreams. <laughs> That'll be one gold piece for a bottle. Okay. Kelton will um, walk up the stairs, kind of look at the chair, look at Mathanos. Decide to sleep here, huh? Yeah. We'll have a good one. And he will walk into his room and take his long rest. Mm-hmm. Master Cuddles. <laughs> I love that. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, I behind a, uh, a fresh bite. <laughs> I, um, anything else before you, before I give y'all the long rest? No. I, uh, so you wake up. Um, there's a lot of snoring coming from, uh, Cuddles' his room, and you hear moans about bugbears and trolls and a half orc goblin queen or something. But, uh, falling, uh, windmills. Oh, his dream. <laughs> and falling windmills. Mm-hmm. Don't go chasing <laughs> windmills. Yeah. Uh, so you wake up. Y'all all are now back to full health, to full um, HP, full spell slots. You know, anything you're missing, you're back to full, except for Kelton's uh, sanity. But, Kelton, roll me a d20. <clears throat> so, have we exchanged names with one another? Uh, 14. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, your good night's sleep does not regain you a insanity point. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, y'all are now back down. Do y'all want to go back downstairs to... Like where yeah, uh, I'm, I'm casting major on myself to start the day off because it goes eight hours, doesn't it? Yes, I do. You are very proficient. Yes, uh, major armor lasts eight hours. It's uh, your is it thirteen plus 13 your plus dex? Dex, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so good. I keep trying to figure it out because Draco's was <laughs> never high. He only got like thirteen because he had like zero dex. Um, so yeah, but he had natural armor seventeens. <laughs> Oh, he did as a turtle, but Wait, before what, that, no. What was the deal with the cloak? That he uh, the cloak of protection is yeah. a plus one to AC. Okay, so that would be... It would be 13, you're casting mage armor, that's 13 yeah, plus 13. your dex mod. So it would be 16 then, okay. Uh, your dex is three, is plus three? Uh, I think it's plus two. Okay, then yeah, you're right. It's 15 be plus to one from the cloak. Exactly. Um, so y'all are awake, you're down in the common area where you were last night uh you smell again sausages cooking some bacon frying eggs um well, i don't know that jesse and um adrian would have this up north but in the south we have grits i've been to cracker barrels where we have them well, I, <laughs> well see my my aunt lives in maryland and she can't find grits unless it's at the grocery store mm. No, well, I have yeah, like, when I lived in Georgia. Okay, uh, so you, like a pot of grits and a pot of uh, porridge is cooking. 
Um, and again, your meals and your drink are free. There's absolutely zero blueberry coffee in this establishment. Um, there is, uh, <laughs> there, there is some maple bacon coffee, some black coffee. Uh, oh, dude, dude, it is delicious. Oh, um, is delicious. Wait, wait, let me see. Maple what? bacon coffee. What? Maple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta oh, find it, that it, shit now. Um, send me your address and the email. And I'll send you a cup if you do a K cup. Okay. Um, or I'll send you a pod anyway. Uh, you have black coffee. You have you know hot water to make tea with. Um. Pretty much anything like, you can think of. I'll take Sorry. a cup of coffee with some bacon and eggs and grits. <laughs> uh, um, um, Methanos also will have a. I'll take my coffee as black as my black as my soul. Uh, um, you're going to have to explain some of that to get to know one another now. Uh, Methanos, <laughs> you're getting what? Um, black coffee, sausages, uh, some grits, and. Um, two rock eggs on a glass or on a, I guess, a stein, whatever they have. Look at him. He's such a rebel. Um, <laughs> the waitress looks at you. Do you want to crack them in the glass yourself or would you rather me do it for you? Some people like them straight out of the shell. Some people don't mind. You can do it. And then he throws you a tip of one gold. Uh, um, what about for everyone else? I will take a sausage bacon and the maple bacon coffee. Uh, and she looks over to Henri, and what about you, sir? Just tea and salad. Is it the same waitress from last yesterday? Yes. I'll look at her. No cake. No cake. She just laughs very well. Out of character, I feel like mm-hmm. bacon coffee, I'll just be drinking that all day and probably like have a, like I don't know, a heart attack of... of- <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, telling you, I, I really like it. Didn't you say <clears> it's <throat> not very bacon flavored, though? Yeah, it's Aww. not. Um, a lot more maple than bacon, mm. but I mean, it's still really good. Mm. Uh, but I'm a bacon it. fan, though. Uh, Ismar, you have, you have any more of your um, pumpkin? We shall not talk about my weakness while okay. we're recording. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't that bad. <laughs> I had a couple on accident. They actually accidentally busted open and fell in my mouth. I couldn't help myself. How horrible! <laughs> what did you tell them to do? Uh, that sounded it, really bad, man. Just it did. Um, Ismark walks in and orders a cup of coffee and sits down with you all and gets him, you know, something to eat as well. He gets a stack of pancakes and bacon and makes him a griddle. It was called a Falaki griddle. Um, <laughs> and he, he looks at Methanos, you should try it. It's really good. Peanuts. Uh, and he said, you been... did you know they have McRiddles now with chicken on them? They're very yes, good. I do. They're they are delicious. Too. Oh, I don't get that here. Um, Ismark looks at Methanos, you being a soldier, it's compact, it's ready to go, and you can eat it while you march. Thank you, sir. Very well. Um, and he, you know, y'all sitting there eating your meal, uh, is there anything that y'all would like to do or talk about before you go on go like on the quest so Henri, what brings you to Valaki? i was just about to ask that question to the rest of it um i had been on the mission from my order the order of the green and i was scouting necrotic energies in the underdark and a mist had enveloped me 
and I heard the snuffling of canines, and I woke up in this valley. And I followed the signs of civilization to this town of Alaki. I managed to pass my way into the city of the guards, and it's been confusing. I think I found friends. Does Henri speak Sylvan by any chance? Um, yes. Kelton will say to him in Sylvan, I appreciate the fact that you took on this mission and didn't want to be paid for it. It's nice Just... to see that some warriors still have what really matters in their heart. So, not to say, let there be peace apply. Methanas is still looking at his place and says, you know, in Sylvan, he says, you know, I oh, understand fuck. and talk. Sylvan, Master <laughs> Cuddles. Let there be peace. In Sylvan, I'll give you another two hundred if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, he just continues eating. He doesn't even like acknowledge your, your, uh, yeah, <laughs> you offer him 200 or two, whatever. Mano it's goal. nice to have people that speak my language for so long. I haven't found anyone. And then when I did, the windmill incident and some magic ended that, so... Well, and in common, Henry says, our other party member, the quite dashing angelic thing. Where? You, Philip. Phew, you see the angelic. I hate those bastards. <laughs> Vithanos still eating <laughs> and eating in his play. Vithanos <laughs> uh, is still, like, you know, eating and not looking at you, but he says, he, ta- he, tell- he basically tells you in Celestial... <laughs> are in are in you an Asimar? No. <laughs> okay. Noted. What language can't he speak? Huh? Out of character. What languages can't Methana speak? I can't uh, speak four languages. It just happens to be in one. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, what what was the name of your character again, Philip? Because I forgot. I'm sorry. Helrin. Helrin. So yeah. <laughs> We explained how I got here. What about you, Helen? You proficient in magic. Oh yeah, a trade that I dabble in quite well. I can explain the or I cannot explain the origins of why, but I've just had it since childhood. It is good to respect the mysteries of me. <clears throat> and speaking of angelic people, y'all see them too. I'll I'll roll a perception check to try and figure out what. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you like, see him start looking over both the shoulders, like looking around. Yeah, like Andre's winning. Him. Like, what is this man? Ismar looks at you. Well, I did see a very angelic-looking person outside. She had blonde hair and beautiful blue eyes. Oh shit! Yeah, they lied to me. They told me they wouldn't find me here. Wait, so I was gonna I, say, I out of character, is that yeah. what Eliana looks like? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ismar, what are you talking? Who would not find you? Them, the angelic beings. Your Henry is quick and like pulling out an emergency like spare pipe and packing it with <laughs> his best calming herb. <laughs> no, let's, let's let's just stop talking about him. I don't want to talk about it no more. Ismar looks at Mathanos. <laughs> I like the way you handle it. Just sit there and eat. So he starts eating again. <laughs> Methanos nods and says, mm. uh, So, <clears throat> now we'll go back to eating. Uh, what else happens? Anything? Um, I've offered a calming herb to Helrin, if you want. Because <laughs> 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 now I'm just keeping like, an eye over his shoulder. Ismark looks at Kelton. <laughs> Do you remember that time with Vickless whenever he smoked that uh, <clears throat> and he coughed that calming herb? No, this is just simple. Uh, I do remember that. I do. 
he was he was really calm, wasn't he? So like, uh, see, hard to believe that happened just like three three days ago. It sure seems like we've been here for a year. Wait, that happened three days ago? It's Mark nods. Yeah. Oh, Game sorry, time. Was a character. I was just <laughs> yeah. shit. Game time and real world time. Oh, big time, big time different. Uh, cause y'all long rested. Twice. What? Yeah, twice, twice, okay. twice. So yeah, this. <laughs> and it's like y'all had a pretty rough time. Yeah. And it's Martin looks at you and says, "For some strange reason, I want to say, but you ain't seen nothing yet." I do believe that's what Nicholas would have said to you, is, you ain't seen nothing yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Ismark finishes his meal and his coffee as uh, Irwin walks over and says, ah, good breakfast, I take it? Oh, yes, quite fine. Excellent tea and salad. The best I've had in a while, for sure. Very good, very good. Thank you, thank you. He says, uh, I've, I've drawn this very basic map that should should guide you. It's fairly straightforward, but it's always good to have a point of reference. And um, he hands the map to uh, Kelton and says, you take this road right here. It's A lot of us around here call it the old pickle road. I don't know why, but we just, we just do. Um, you'll take it out roughly half a mile, and then you'll come to a... Uh, Kind of looks like, well, you can go either east or west, left or right, and you'll want to go west. So you're going to head west out of the city here, and he's pointing to the map. And then when you come to this section right here, and for us it looks like a capital T, um, he says you'll want to take this side over here, the west side or the right side here. And it's it's kind of like a trail. The, the one on the east will carry you in into a place that nobody really goes. Um, but the way to the west will carry you to uh, the Wizard of the Wine, which is where my family makes the wine. And, you know, like I said, you'll you'll meet my father there. His name's uh, Darvane. He's he's quite a cantankerous old bastard, but, you know, we, we had a fallen out many, many years ago. But he, he's family, you know what I mean? Forgiveness can't change the past, but it can change the future. Kelton kind of chuckles at the Remarkey family. Believe me, I know more than you'd believe. Uh, I'm sure you do. Uh, you don't have to be blood to be family, but, you know, it is what it is. But th- this is the way to get to it, and I really don't like dealing with him myself because of what happened many years back. But, I mean, we need the wine here because it helps helps everyone here in, in the lands of Barovia, and he looks around, you know, it's basically the only thing that makes anybody have any semblance of, of happiness here. So you just want us to speak to your father and find out what the holdup is? If you can. Uh, I have sent some were ravens, some keepers of the feather there, but strangely enough, they, they don't return. And it's that, you know, mostly more so than the wine, but I... We'd really like to know what's going on, because normally this, this place should be full of us. But as you can see, there's only four people in here, and you know it's it's not the way it should be. So you've lost forward scout. Do you think whatever, if anything, has gotten there might be expecting a 
proper investigation? To be honest with you, I, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, we we've heard no word from him. We've we've gotten no shipment in, and it usually come in like clockwork, like you know, once once every other day because it, it goes you know here, Velaki, and you know other places, and you know no one has received a shipment in over a week and a half. And this land is under the control of Strahd. Yes. And he is a vampire. Yes. Hmm. I mean, I, and he kind of chuckled. I don't see him drinking the wine, but I can see him halting production of it so that everyone here is always, and he like tries to reach for a word, basically always down in the dumps in the press. It seems that this mission is of tactical and strategic value to the continued resistance against this Strahd. I would say it's of the utmost importance, not not just for my business and, you know, which granted I, you know, want to make money because that's what the business is about, but I also want these people to have something to look forward to and and honestly, you know, between all of us to basically be a pain in Strahd's ass if I can be. If he wants to stop it, then I want to push it forward. Has anybody else in this room experienced anything close to Strahd's mechanism? He looks at Kelton and Ismark. We and, had quite a few dealings with him. And Methanos, you seem to be in this land a long time. Mm-hmm. That's very. Well, Hellerand, I think we might be needing to get updated on more information. No. Information is always good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so Erwin hands uh, Kelton the map, folds it up, hands it to him, and says, um, thank you again for, for taking this on. I, I will be in your... You have my gratitude, and as long as you're in Velaki, you stay and you eat here for free. And How far out is this place we have to go? About half a mile. Yeah. I suggest we get some mouth. Kelton's, Kelton's the only one that has a mouth. <laughs> I don't think Ismark does, right? No, he was riding on the wagon. The terrain now is it forest from what I've experienced towards the winery, or is it more dust and barren? Um, it's it's forest. Right. Mounds generally won't kick up dust and reveal a dust cloud, so it would be rather safe. I don't really think half a mile that far though. An expenditure of gold too. I sure say we walk without. Do what now? Element? Oh, I, 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 I pretty much prefer not to walk. We can make uh, accommodations. At least. One mount shouldn't be too much of a trouble to procure. Helen, and... if you don't mind riding a pig, I have a pig. <laughs> Why would I ride a swine? You know what? Walk, you angelic bitch. <laughs> Where? 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 You'd rather ride. I was simply offering you a free mount, but if you don't want it, yeah. But you said identical bitch. Where? Where? I said that because called Jethro swine, and I don't appreciate. Methanos is internally starting to regret the decision. This contract. Um, He doesn't say anything to anybody. He just kind of thinks it though. Um, You can see like one faint line of worry creases forehead, and then just disappear. But, um, but if you want he to looks at he he addresses the uh, the ranger and says, "I don't think that mounts are a good idea, especially in terrain like forest." But it doesn't seem well, like our. But here. we're on a dirt oh. road. 
we're not in a forest. We have You're unique members. <laughs> <laughs> I will offer to take point, though. This is my favorite terrain. What do you suggest that one? And he points over to Helen, who doesn't seem to want to walk. Well, you can cast fireballs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> having a mound. So you said that the terrain was forest, right? Where we're going? Yes. This is a habit you know, um, it's the same word that y'all came in on originally. Yep. It's just on further past all of that. Okay. Yeah. Mounds mean smells, smell track hunters, like wolves or other things. If we're going to investigate, we'd rather be undetected. Cloak oneself uh, in the smells of the surroundings of the native folklore, and you are not so easily detected. Wait, wait. I guess so. Y'all want to walk? Yeah. Cloak oneself in the smells of the native flora and fauna, and you are harder to uh, be detected in turn. Because in the Underdark, when there is no light, there is only smell and what you hear. That's where I prefer it. Mm -hmm. He looks at, at the ranger and nods and then says, Yes, um, I believe they're right in swines. they quite a powerful smell. Oh, yeah. Again... I wasn't planning on riding a lead trying to move that one over there, but if he's willing to walk, then I say we walk. Mm -hmm. Is is Betty Winko coming? Yeah, no, I'm just... Okay. Oh, I well, is he? I or is it? Said he's... I thought we said, said it. I mean, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. It's his yeah, right? Okay, okay. okay, 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 okay. coming with us. Yeah. Okay. I was just his mark out for a periwinkle. Which one you want to? No, no, no. I was just, I was just, I was just gonna make a. Uh, I was, I was just gonna say like some, some you know, remark to the, uh, to the sorcerer. But if Petty Wimpo is not coming, then it's fine. I can't. <laughs> uh, um, so are y'all ready to head out? Well, yeah. What's the yep. information on the local plant life like? Because if it's the smells, the smells of the forest is, is what I'm getting at. So are there any herbs or things in Velaki that Urban might know of that might help us at least cloak some of our uh, it smells a lot like dank dark earth uh rotten leaves wet leaves um because there's not there hasn't been any sunshine and who remembers when to dry anything out and as you hear with the ambient music um it's it now raining hmm. cloaks are sound and our smell so we should be good and it's early in the morning, right? Well, I guess it's yeah. just Barovia. So. <laughs> I'll say it's, uh, we'll say it's 8 o'clock. So I said it just we head on down the road. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so y'all take uh, the road heading out of town. Uh, the road that was um, somewhat muddy yesterday or damp is now like sloshy, like soupy mud. Uh, you can Great. see where they Great used to fruits. be. <laughs> You can see where some people have tried, like, with a trail or with a cart, and, you know, it has slipped and slid all over the place. Uh, basically, like, you're walking down a trail of nothing but soupy mud. Uh, your time is moving very slow because of you having to walk so slow as not to fall, you know, with every other step. Um you know, good thing that perhaps you weren't on horses because it may have been even more difficult to deal with. Uh, but roughly after about uh, about three hours, you know, something that should have taken you, not three hours, um, something that should have taken you roughly 30 minutes to walk takes you about an hour to accomplish. 
uh, because of the rain, not being able to see the, the conditions of the road. Uh, and you come to the intersection with a road to the left and a road to the right. Uh, there's a sign there that um, has a sign that's an old weather-beaten sign uh, with black fading black paint on it that says winery and it points to the right or to the west on the other side um there is no sign that's pointing that way but as you turn to look that way your eyes focus in on nothing but a black void and he had told us to go west west right okay mm -hmm. and there also is a sign that it points as winery well, i guess we'll turn that um as you go ahead i was saying out of curiosity oh shit damn it can't speak out of curiosity can i do a nature check to just determine how weather design is like maybe how old it is yeah you can awesome i'm using siri so let me mute so i don't uh, fill the chat with me cursing at siri <laughs> that's fine yeah you guys can i guess do whatever uh um yeah the uh the weather is just absolutely horrible. Uh, um, so you're saying that the one to the west is beach black, like void? No, no, no. That's the one to the east or to the left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The one to the right uh, where the sign is pointing that says winery. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you, you have like the uh, the canopy of trees and you can see the water dripping down from the limbs. You know how it does from yeah. a tree. Mm -hmm. um, it is a traveled path. Uh, it seems to be more of a path than an actual road, uh, but most people just call it a road. It's wide enough for a horse and a about a six foot, eight foot wagon, um, like a cross widthwise, can fit down it with little to no issue, as long as it's not really soupy and wet like it is right now. Uh, the horses would have a hard time pulling the wagon down a road in the condition that it's in. And what did you get, Michael? Um. Henri is not having luck. I think the poor weather mm -hmm. is just making things difficult because he got a nine total. You can tell that it is a sign that has been painted with the word winery pointing to the right. Hmm. And that it's, it it's wet. <laughs> uh, are there, are there any, recent, any recent tracks on the mud? If there were, the rain has washed them away. Elrond, would you have any detection magics that might aid us? No. Well, do you want me to take point from this point onward? I'll never take point. Well, I mean, you want me to take point. go before I do. <laughs> Whatever you wish, friend. So, who is going to take point? I mean, y'all can walk side by side. Um, Methanos is work walking right next to Kelvin. Never yeah. leaving that post. Uh, um... And did you want to go first, Torrent, or did you want me to go first? first? Oh, he ain't going first, period. Hold on. He's standing back and back. He's All right, I'll take point. He's squishy. <laughs> He's really squishy. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, you begin... Uh, are y'all ready to go down sure. yeah, the road? Okay. 90 feet of dark vision, too. So, I'm, I'm pretty uh, young. Uh, um, even with your dark vision, uh, whereas you can normally see 90 feet, uh, mm -hmm. it is so extremely dark with the canopy as y'all get under the trees and with the storm that is like pouring in that your 
um, dark vision basically about 45 feet. I mean, you can still see, but yeah. it's not as good as it normally would be. Um, can I make a stealth check to see if I can move relatively quietly? Sure. You can um, You can roll with advantage with the storm. I got you. Uh, <clears throat> and strangely enough, no one, no one hears anything other than the rain. Now, granted, the thunder and the rain dripping is very loud, uh, but you all notice the fact that you hear no birds or any other animals. Um, Methanos would like to perform an investigation check mm -hmm. to see how much basically to investigate the signs that we're talking about, no birds and um, the darkness to see if he can tell whether or not this uh, this is uh, vampire magic. Yeah, and a okay. 22 for that stealth roll. I, uh, um, you I make have... it without a trace, and what would you say, Nature? No, it's good. no, no, go ahead. We'll go for it. Sorry. No, um, he passes without without a trace. Mm -hmm. And what was Methanos going to do? Nothing. I was just going to ask for the investigation check. Okay, um... Roll me, roll me an investigation check. I feel like this group is better suited for uh, Brovia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I so. He gets, uh, he gets a sixteen. I um, you notice that it appears to be vampire-ish. It's not necessarily a vampire, but it's vampire-ish. Vampire. Like um, like. Uh, Trying to say, like something is sucking the the life force out of this area. So, like undead magic, what is that? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so Methanos, um, Methanos, uh, I guess, turns to Kelton and says, "It will be wise to get ready. There is undead magic at work here." And as he says that, he. On the, on the his warhammer has a section that has spikes on it and he presses his finger onto those spikes and blood comes out of his hand mm -hmm. and you know starts dripping through the through the through the um, hammer um, mm -hmm. and the hammer uh, it starts to glow with uh, radiant light okay. um, metal as it's it's basically bright lights. So the 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 hammer now has bright light, uh, a radius of twenty feet. Mm -hmm. um, I took two points of damage from my blood magic, and um, that weapon now has here uh, two extra points of radiant damage. Okay. Um, and as you all see this and continue. Walking, uh, I am going to take the assumption here that Methanos is like turning his head from side to side, like a. Like uh, Methanos, can I can I have a ready action? Yes. Cool. Um, let me see how I phrase this. Um, Methanos would like to be, I guess, be able to warm the party if there is any. Uh, I guess if I said on that, I might actually not be on that. Let's just say, if, if Methanos nothing not notices any creature approaching the party, he would like to have the ability to at least warn the party beforehand. And uh, I'm also up ahead, kind of out of the radius of the light, also scouting with my dark vision. Okay. But, at, but at this yeah. point, Methanos is, yeah, he's like looking around with 
both hands on his hammer that is, you know, bright, and he's just kind of like looking around. Have you ever had a orc come over? One of the friendly ones, which there aren't many of them, so bet you can't yourself, Lucky. But if you have them come over and sit on the couch, and regardless of how nice they are, they leave a smell. Perhaps they even left a stain on your couch or your rug. Well, we can solve your problems here in Orc Clean. Just give us a call and ten silver pieces, and we'll be sure to come over and remove any Orc stain that you might have on your carpet, couch, or walls. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, Henri will see this first. Uh, he comes across, like, a railing or fencing that, um, is on each side of this road. Uh, the, the road used to have a gate, but you can tell that it has been taken down, um, for some reason, torn off. Um, over the, over, overhanging the road is, like, a sign that reads... Wizard of the Wine. Um, he comes to this area first, and as you uh, and the rest of y'all begin to walk up, um, Methanos, you uh, sense a being up ahead, and even in the brief time that you've known Henri, you know it's not him. Um, Henri, right there at this awning or this um, gate where the gate would be. Uh, you are face to face with a uh, a raven. Um, you don't know if it's a were raven or just a regular wa- raven, a waven, um, a waven. Uh, but you suspect that it is a were raven. And down the uh, path, you can see someone in like a dim shadow with your night vision. That is cloaked and hooded and staring at you as the rest of the party arrives at your location. Uh, and like I said, Methanos, as you get closer, you now recognize or sense that there is another being. Although I don't think your dark vision is a hundred. No, wait, yours is ninety feet. I don't. I don't have dark vision because I'm a human. Okay. Okay. Out of character question, real quick, because I can't find it on here on the sheet. Do I have dark vision too? Uh, I think. I think I I thought I did, but I think you do. I think I think I thought so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's Um, what's Helgrin doing as we approach? Probably uh, standing behind everybody because he's so daggum squishy. I wonder (laughs) who's more squishy, me or him. I'm not sure. I hadn't looked at both of y'all's health. Um, How many many HP do you have? Forty hit points. I have five more than you. Okay, so let's see, Methanos. Oh man, I don't know if I want to. Hmm. If I want to inspect this this hooded person, um, so when okay. you say that I can detect somebody else, is that besides everybody for that I can see? So the hooded person and yes, you you now sense two people. So one of them is the raven that is right here that um, you can mm-hmm. visually see. Mm-hmm. And the other one is down this path that you cannot visually see, mm-hmm. but you can sense. Okay. And, uh, and the hooded uh, person, uh, the ranger can't see, right? Is that? I can see yes, he, he, he can see the hooded person. Okay. Which I'm assuming, it's not like I know, but like I'm assuming that that would be the person that Methanos is sensing? Yes. Okay. Um, I would like to 
Roll another. Mm, hold on. Let me just make sure that I get the right one here. Mm, yes, I guess I'm going to roll another investigation. Uh, looking down the path to see if I could gather more information about this creature that I cannot see. I'm moving yeah. to a flanking position too. Okay. I keep having um, to remind myself that the storm is ambiance in the game and not outside. Yeah, it's really good sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm feeling it. Yeah, roll me an investigation check. Um, I got a 17. And just so you know, in case you guys start thinking, why am I getting so many good rolls in that, <laughs> is the, the reason is Blood Hunters get, I get advantage on rolls to recall or to do investigation checks on Faithian or undead creatures, which I'm assuming, awesome. based on the previous one, that this might be undead related. If it isn't, then just let me know, Richard, and I'll give you um, You sense that this being, not the raven right here at you, but that the one that you sense down the path mm -hmm. is similar to the raven right here at you. You're getting the same type of sensations, but there are subtle differences. Uh, I wasn't even wondering about your high rolls, Adrian. I just assumed you got great <laughs> modifiers once you... Because I know these classes. I just thought it was like a good plus whatever. How far are they from us? The figure that um, Methanos can sense and that Henri can see is 90 feet away. He, he's at the bare edge of... Henri's dark vision. Okay, Did, so would they would they announce or are y'all two not. saying there's something there or um if we want to retroactively say uh, a distinctive sound Henri makes like a sharp he's a ranger so he can make very what would be the most there? recognizable sound to you guys as an animal? Hmm, that's a good question because we are surrounded by rave. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I could imitate decent amount of natural sound. As a pre, like pre-selected cue, can you intimidate coyote? Can we? Let's do it like the bear thing, since we get the great thing. Since we don't know about the great thing. What? How about like? How about you do something that is we know so far is not like native to Barovia that we haven't seen, and then that way it will be odd enough that we would know. Um, well, robins don't sing in thunderstorms, right? Okay. Uh, I think so, yeah. So right. would a soft bird call, imitating the sound of a robin, mixing in with the natural forestry work? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Do you want to yeah, roll for that, Richard? No, I think it's pretty cool, so I'm going to let you roll with it. Um, well, that's it. I give the cue to alert my party members. I, As this is happening, uh, Methanos pulls his shield and now holds the Warhammer with one hand. And then he kind of like signals Kelton to like basically stay behind him. And then he takes point in front of Kelton. Uh -huh. um, as Methanos does this, Henri, you see the hooded cloak figure point to you and wave his hand like, come here. To who? To Henri. Because um, he's the only one who can actually yeah. visually see him. Ooh, this is a tough... A tough call. Um, <laughs> you see, yeah, um, um, yeah, I'm going to elect to not go towards, but, all right, would there be a pre-selected call to 
indicate I found something, get ready, and then maybe stay neutral. That's that, that's y'all. Can we say so? You're you're a hunter, right? Your, your character is like a tracker hunter. A ranger specializing in underdark and complete darkness operations. Okay. Um. So I'm a, I'm I'm a monster hunter basically. So can I see uh, Michael's character? Sorry, I don't know the name yet. Um, Henri. Henri, can I, I mean, see Henri? Yeah, y'all are all right here at the gate. Oh, I thought we were like, like how far away are we <laughs> from each other? <laughs> from from the hooded figure is ninety feet away. He's at the uh, far end of Henri's dark vision, okay, which is okay. ninety feet from the gate. But you all have arrived at the gate, which allows Henri to see him. And right here, only wood fencing is the Black Raven now lit up by the... I'm assuming your hammer glows. Yeah, yeah, it glows. 20 20 feet, yeah. And so I'm also kind of still hidden, but I do have some metallic stuff on my back just to give glints since you're the only guys that were able to see it. So Mm -hmm. you can tell that I'm there. Mm, Okay. And as y'all are standing here talking about this, the raven right here at you is not flinching or brush or shaking to get water off of its back or anything. It's just unnaturally still. Hmm. Can I do a nature check to check out this raven? Mm-hmm. Sure. And I would like to change my ready action. Okay. Um, if anything attacks Kelton, I would like to basically use a reaction to attack whatever attack Kelton. Okay, very well. Just remind me of that. Um, yep, yep. If it, if it comes to it. That's a nat 20. And if things go bad, we have Fireball Hellrend, so... <laughs> fireball solves everything. <laughs> you walk into a cave, there's your father. What do you do? Fireball. fireball. He's holding a scroll. Throw the fireball. <laughs> fireball. You killed the man who's been hunting you. Um, so you nat, rolled nat a natural plus. 20. Um, and you're checking out the raven that's right here. You know that it is not a natural raven, but it is a natural raven at the same time, uh, which would indicate to you that it is a were raven because they are not natural, but yet they are natural. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Uh, I so I understand it's true nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it with- stares at you and flaps its wings. Would whispering to it in Sylvan get me anything? Probably a confused bird. Omni's <laughs> <laughs> um, very discouraged. Um, he's awaiting on, I guess, what the rest of the party wants to do. Well, what else do you speak? Do I seek? Um, no, speak. Like, what other language? Oh, uh, I speak common, uh, goblin, and Sylvan. Well, have you mm. tried talking to the bird in common? I guess after a moment, thought Henri will. Uh, <laughs> remember, he's a ranger and he's supposed to be wise and not too soon, so he'll speak. A whisper in common, as softly enough to where the rain overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, little bird, what's going on? He calls and flaps his wings and turns his head to look back towards the hooded and cloaked figure. Is there danger? And flap twice if there is. He flaps once. Okay. Then flaps a second time. <laughs> Okay. Then flaps know. once, and then flaps twice. Oh, is that the thing? Uh, he, Henri, is a w- further away from Kelton, though, right? Um, y'all are all right here at this bird. Okay. I mean, at, at um, this Mr. Bird, if this is true, flap once. Um, are you saying they might be dangerous, but you don't know? 
He said flap once. Flap once if yes. He flaps once. Okay, he doesn't know. Or she, or they. He turns his head to look back down this path towards the hooded figure and then turns back to you and picks up his feet like he's walking and flapping at the same time. I'm, well, I want him to walk in front of the party, hoping he could see the other guy. Sure. Do you have dark vision? Yes. How far? 60 feet. No, you cannot see him. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see this raven, I mean, that, but you cannot see the hooded figure. I mean, Henri can, like, give one or two pointers, but I don't know if Hellerman's dark vision is, is as acute as Henri's. Um, as you look back down this pathway, you see the hooded figure motioning, come on. Well, um, I'm going to reboot with the party, relay to them what I saw, um, and I guess Kelton can dress with the bird as well. So I think it'd be a decent idea to, I guess, proceed forward cautiously. Uh, at this, Mithanos suggests that he should take point. All right. And then I'll move to take protective positions near Helrin to make sure he doesn't get, like, demolished by fire. I was hoping for you I could see him like in uh, do the thunder walk behind him. Um, <laughs> and as y'all said at this, Ismark looks at Mithanos, I'll take up the rear. And he pulls out his sword and goes to the back of the party and like looks behind him. Mithanos nods and says, hi. Uh, no, he, he doesn't pull out a sword. I forgot. He doesn't have a weapon. Um, I thought he had katana. the katana. Yeah, he had the katana. But I said sword. I meant to say katana. Well, um, katana. katana is a sword. Yeah, but katana sounds so much cooler than he pulls out his sword. <laughs> you know? I mean, um, so do y'all walk down this path? Methanos, yeah. yes, is going to walk um, 10 feet away from the party. So sorry, I said ten feet ten feet ahead from the party. Okay. I'm trying to give pointers to Hellerin too with what I can to try and boost his perception. Uh, um if y'all continue walking, uh you you walk down this and in the ground it's the same way as it was out there. Um water drips down on you from the trees and after a few minutes, um Thanos, you see the hooded figure standing there nodding at you i mean you can't see his face or his head but his arms are crossed and he you can tell that he is nodding under his hood like calling me forward yes i want to hold my um warhammer with my left hand which is what i'm using to hold it right now once i Mm -hmm. cover the rest of my posture with my shield i want to hold it as far as i can there's 20 feet of um uh, bright light and I would like to do, um, oh, can I do, I would like to do, I guess, another investigation check on this person and see if I notice anything that might be, might like, you know, tell me if it's a, a Fien or Undead or something other than a Were-Raven. Um, are you doing your investigation just on the person mm-hmm. or other stuff around him? Or her. Mm. I would Ooh. like to do. Yeah. I would like to do an investigation around the area where she stands. I um. You roll me an investigation check. Is that an investigation check with advantage? Because I'm yeah, doing. Yes, I'll give you advantage. Okay. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty smart. And I like it. Uh, 25. I'm not making that shit up. It's 25 Jeez. for real. <laughs> uh, we gotta have a talk after this session. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get to add to your rolls? Uh, 97? No, plus 6. Oh, well, uh, then that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um... As as you look around, you you can tell that this is the actual a were raven. Um, it is a male were raven, and as you're gathering all this in, I want uh, the other three of y'all to roll perception checks. Um, I'm just going to go with uh, Methanos' investigation check here. Um, you notice the the grapevines in the background, and 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 it's dark here as well because of the the weather um but you it's like you can see shapes through the grapevine um, i got a 14 okay you don't notice anything um you you can see like you got a 12 it's a good thing i went with methanos's investigation check <laughs> <laughs> what did uh honor get i think uh, i think nice i yeah, I do too sometimes. Would wouldn't you guys mind rolling for me, please? Yeah, um, I mind. I'll do <laughs> it. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Yeah, sure. Okay, what do I it's D twenty, what do I add? Uh D twenty plus four wait. Yeah, wait. Wisdom is the underlying skill for perception, correct? Yes, sir. Alright, yeah, D twenty plus four. <sighs> That's an eighteen. Ah, right, you notice it as well. Um you both see like swirling shapes in in the water. Uh, they are um, kind of like blurred, like they're on the edge of your vision, like right there at your periphery. If you look at them, they are not there. But if you do not look at them, they are there. Does that make sense? I'm gonna ask mm -hmm. Hellrend about that actually, because mm -hmm. that seems magical. The name. Do you know uh, anything that happened like this in your past? Or uh, um, go ahead. Methanos still holding the hammer is going to address the figure in Dark Load and it's going to say, um, Reveal yourself. Which master do you serve? I serve my father, Davian. Um, and you recognize the name as the, the father of the, the father. father. But we don't know if. Wait, like Irwin the father. Didn't yeah. yeah, no, but we never asked. Uh, the, right. I mean, the, the guy that was hanging, but like Methanos wouldn't know anything about that, though. No, no, no. The guy Erwin's father, the guy that owns Wizard. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, I will recognize that that's the name, right? Yes, yes. And mm. I serve the keepers of the feather. Methanos still holding the hammer says, "Prove it." I'd like to do an inside check real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. And while he's doing that, how would you like him to prove it? Um. Do the Order of the... What is the Order of the Feather? Do they have a... Medallion. Some sort of medallion? Do you have some a symbol that they might carry to, to kind of... Um, I guess identify themselves? They try to keep it hidden, but they may have something. I mean, they can turn into a were-raven. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're part of the Order. You know? Um, okay, so how about he tells me... When was the last time that a shipment from the Vinery reached Valaki? That is my sister Stefani's department of Valaki. But I am the one that does 
the shipments for Barovia. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that no shipment has left out of here in over three weeks. Okay. Since motor check. Uh, yeah, because Henri sent shit. I'm relying on Hellrin now. Henri's pretty <laughs> Yeah. Mithanas is suspicious still. Um, what was Kelton saying? Nothing, never mind. Yeah, you might have a good idea. Come on. Yeah. He, he was just going to ask how many siblings this person has. How many, um, how many does Erwin have? Well, I was asking... I don't even know why I was asking. Never mind. I was trying to figure um, out if this person was like telling the truth, but I guess that answer, that question wouldn't. So, so, you're a, so you're asking him how many siblings he has? Yeah. Oh, hold on. You, what village did you come from? We came from Balaki. We were told to check on the shipment. Did my brother Erwin tell you to come he did. here? Very nice fellow. Loves to cook his sausages. Very hesitant he did to mention, mention siblings. That's why I was questioning. Onzi Blue Water Inn says that he, him, and our father got into a disagreement years ago. Yeah, he did say that, but he didn't share what it was, and we didn't ask questions. Uh, it's something that father says he fails and failed in his duty to do, but I tend to believe with Erwin because. Dear old dad can be quite the jerk from time to time. More times than not, really. But I, none of us were expecting you. We were told that there would be a group of two half-elves, a dwarf, and he looks at Ismark. I recognize him, and you fit the description that we were told would be here. But you other three, and he looks at Helren, Thanos and Henri do not match the description. The other members that you were to be meeting didn't make it. Let me guess. The Count once again. The Count in an action with a the uh, action with a windmill. Ah, very well, very well. So you must be Kelton. I am. Is Mark? I know. So, unfortunately. Vicless has passed on, and Amit and Silmistra as well. Yes, is Mark and I are the only two original members of the group. Very well. So, would y'all like to meet Father now? He looks at Mathanos. Do you believe I am who I am now, or would you like me to shift? Mathanos still holding his shield and his hammer, pointing at this person briefly turns his head back looking at Kelton for confirmation. Kelton will nod almost imperceptibly. Mithanos rests his shield like he's not on, on protection mode anymore and he lowers his hammer to his side. He looks at you. Do not lower that just yet. There are things about very bad things. Yeah, tell me about it. I am one of those bad things. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> And he nods at both of y'all. I can understand. Follow me. Um, uh, Mithanos waits until Kelton, I guess, reaches and then proceeds to take point right next to him. Okay. Um, y'all enter in this little clearing that um, things have been like here for a little bit. Uh, there's still, you know, um, 
like some roots here and there, some grass that hasn't been packed down. And uh, the hooded figure goes to this man who's gray-haired and says, Father, Erwin has sent these this group to us. And um, he, he turns to you and says, Please come forward. We apologize that we cannot offer you any hospitality, but we have been forced out and... I have to live in the forest clearing now. Keltum will walk forward. Uh, and as, as you all, as you ask that, Davian looks at you and says, I, I I don't want to say. I'm somewhat ashamed, somewhat embarrassed, but at the same time, I know that my family is going to suffer unless, unless something can happen. Something happens to help us. And you hear, go ahead. It ain't angels. <laughs> Very far from it. Uh, as uh, what, what this is going on? Are we? Uh oh, quit provoking that name. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we like inside a house? No. Or a building? No? no. This is like in the open? Yes. Back okay. in the forest clearing. Okay, Methanos would like to keep an ear. Uh, on what the father is saying, but then he takes point in the back. Uh, he's actively looking out, basically, to the uh, back of the party. Um, a woman's voice speaks and says, Go ahead, father. Tell them about the gym. And the a, a younger male voice says, Yeah, father, tell them about how the two gems were stolen. And the old man says... Will you two shut up? This is family business, not not for anyone else to to hear or to deal with. We will deal with it on our own. And the younger... With what? your aid and sharing the truth can lead to a quicker resolution and peace. He looks at you, yes it can, but then something is always owed. And I can understand. There's, there's only it's one of us who... It's a fan of being paid. We're willing. To <laughs> <laughs> or at least um, I'm willing to help. I don't know about my compatriots here because. How uh, say? Your servitude. <laughs> True. Um, the younger male voice says, "He probably won't tell you." And then you hear the father saying, "You're damn right. I won't tell him. It's none of their business." And the female voice says. Here we go again. They're always fighting about this. This is what happened. Several weeks ago, a a seed was stolen. And the younger male voice goes, It was a gem. And the the female voice says, It was a seed. And the father says, Well, if you two are going to screw it up and tell them anyway, let me tell them the correct story. A seed and a gem are two very, very different things. That, that's why the father a different purpose, of the same purpose, but different appearance. And then the the father goes, since y'all two are going to screw it up, here, and he, he's mad, he's, here goes. Several years ago, more than 400 years ago, my family was gifted with these gems, and he, he looks at Kelton that are seeds. He says, inside of them, they're the size of a pine cone. And inside of them, there's a green flame that burns brightly. Once planted in the ground, they are what cause these grapevines to grow and to produce, even when everything else in this 
cursed land dies. I'm not sure if any of you have noticed, but it seems like there's nothing that lives in this land. There's no happiness. There's no sense of hope. This wine that we produce gave hope. These gems were what caused these vines to grow and to continue producing, even when Strahd and whoever he has with him kills everything, every sense of hope. He said these gems, these seeds, are what kept these vines going. And several weeks ago, one that was found and stolen by this... Hold on, I get her name. By this, uh... Let's see. By, uh, by this being, this filth, this scum named Baba. And Baba Louie? <laughs> could be. Baba Louie? Trying to find her name. Um, Baba John? Do what now? Um, Baba John's, the worst pizza. In... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard do that. You, do, really do you mean Baba the Witch? Baba Yaga? I'm yeah, that's very good. Baba Yaga. Bobby Yaganovich? Mm. Brother Yovanovich? <laughs> Bobby? Bobby's world? I'm, huh? I'm feeling very old. I'm wondering if Bobby's world went over everyone's head. I'm hunting a name. I don't have it. Let me see if I got it on the website. Barbara Streisand? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, my, it was stolen by Baba La Saga. So what? None of you close. <laughs> um, Damn it. Uh, y- yeah, y'all already got the roll with advantage for the rest of the campaign. Oh, dang. Um, and uh, he says, and the other one was stolen by these filthy druids that have invaded the land and managed to find one as well. They heard about them somehow, I guess, from. Baba Lasager just happened to look up on one, and they they dug it up and stole it. So does and that mean you can't make the wine anymore? What it what it means is that these vines will die within a couple of days if those gems are not restored and planted back in the ground. And if they die, all of the hope in this land and happiness in this land dies. There used to be three gems, but for many years we've only had two. These artifacts are known to my order in places where there is extreme despair. I believe he speaks the truth about the nature of these gems. How can we help? By restoring or finding these gems and so that they can be planted in the ground once again. Do you have any clue where they may be? Well, oh, let me... Um, Vera's and Yesterhill are the two areas where I believe that they are. The third one, Erwin and his idiocy lost it years ago. I only met him for a short while, but Erwin seemed like a good man to me. He may be, but he is an idiot that thinks with his pecker instead of his real head. I've known some people like that. My best friend was like that. Let forgiveness change the future, since nothing can change the past. Do what now? Let forgiveness help change the future for the better. Uh, wise father. Oh, I'll forgive him. The past. I'll forgive him when he finds where the gem is. Because that was the best seller that we had. Hmm. An understandable request. Until it, then, it, he it, can it, stay where he's at. Can we also say that everyone's at fault because you, the rest of you without him lost the other two? 
the other two were stolen. They were not lost. Well, they were they. Well, where was he supposed to be lost? Do what now? Where was it lost? If I knew where it was lost, then it would be found. You lost it, so you <laughs> did know where it was lost. Right, you did lose it. <laughs> Whether it was stolen or not, my friend, you lost it, even if it was taken. So you and your son are both it. While all of this is going on, Mitsana's in his head, how calculated his uh, chances of surviving Barovia. It's like 12%. <laughs> 12%. <laughs> Yeah. But I did, I did say that we would help you find seeds, and I, for one, will attempt to do that. As I said, I don't know about the rest. Of the, the, the third one was here, but it was. Oh, I, you would have to ask Erwin about that. I say he was thinking with his pecker instead of his mind, and he says otherwise. He was. All about chasing the skirts of that wife of his. Question. You have quite the number of children here. I would assume at his age you thought with your pecker as well. Ah, but I got my job done before I had fun. Okay, we're not getting anywhere about this. Let's go find these gems, seeds, whatever the hell they are, and get this task done. I mean, speaks much wisdom. <laughs> my don't family. It don't matter who's... Erwin is. <laughs> he, he couldn't help it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's in the past, so let's move forward and find these others. Maybe mm-hmm. through this way we might become lucky and find the third. Who knows? You speak knowledge, and mayhaps the gods will shine upon you. God, no. Oh, us. my God, God, no. Oh, don't say that. You got me saying it now. Oh, quit saying the words. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here, let are, me are, give are you a, a pipe or something. Are you a fan of bards, my friend? It seems as though you have an angel upon your shoulder, my friend. Don't ah, say that word. word. <laughs> say what word, angel? Stop. Angel. You say so much over. Just think of... Think of magic, not... <laughs> The other you start sitting, he, he raises the right finger up, starts pointing to his right shoulder and shoots off fire... Methanos has now calculated his chances of survival again. It's down to 9%. 9%? Yeah, like Henri is ducking out of the light trying to get into the shadows. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember those things all. Uh, so, uh, he says, well, may, uh, may you find it and help yourselves as well as Helping us, we we will help you as much as we can. We we do believe that the druids who have pushed us out of our home have taken one of the gem seeds, but we we cannot fight them. They have knocked back a lot of our numbers. Supposedly, can look how how close are you to this house? He um, points behind you. I mean, no, I'm saying how close are you attached to it? Uh, it is not only our house, but our winery as well. If it is destroyed, then the winery is destroyed, the hope is destroyed, the happiness is destroyed. Well, uh, council said I did. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is all destroyed, remember, you can still think of the He's beginning to reconsider his luck. 
<laughs> in, in, in the, the DM, DM says, what was you thinking? Acid Splash and Magic Missile again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one I, time. is one time. I just uh, want to say, um, before we go off on this mission, don't be so hard on your son. Look at Bards. They, they lead lead and think with their peckers and look how successful they are. Your Michael, son will figure it out. a dead horse here. <laughs> That's what you do. That's tradition. Uh, um, Richard, what would you like me to roll if Methanos is listening to all this? He wants to recall what he knows about druids and their magic. Roll me a history check. Uh, I'm also part of an order of druids and rangers too, if you wanted to consult. Or put our heads together. I, the thinking heads, not the other heads. And he uh, did tell you that back in the inn or tavern, in yeah. tavern, tavern inn. Uh, let me see what he knows first, and then we'll he'll probably hold on. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do this one without advantage because this is not ref- like is this not there's not undead magic, right? Right? Druids with undead mm. magic. Mm-hmm. At most, I think it'd be fake. Oh. Anyways, what do you what do you want us to roll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what are y'all asking? Well, I just wonder if I want to roll my 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 history check with advantage or not, basically. But that would answer the question. <laughs> I'll say with Henri's knowledge. Yeah. Uh, you can roll with advantage. Okay. Okay. Uh, the um, I got everybody. Go ahead. Fifteen. Um, what are you wanting to know exactly? Just I I want to know if um hmm. I would like to know if druids are able to deal in death magic or on death magic for that matter. Yes. Cool. Fantastic. Um, I would like to um wait. Where's where's the uh, um. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm sorry. I'm gonna learn this character's name. What's your character name, Michael? Henri. Uh, Henri. Where is Henri uh, right now? Like uh, in relation to King Louis the Fourteenth, the son king of France. Gotcha. No, I'm just joking, it's Henri. Um okay. he, I would say he's right here with you and he is the one that answered that druids can deal okay. in that magic. A distasteful sword. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think they're called a blight, if I remember right. Okay. Did they have them in 3.5 too? I mean, I just uh, came across them like yeah. in 5e. Yeah, they got them on okay. 3.5. I wish I could find they a book were, they're, in 3.5. They're, they're actually, they were actually, this one had come out was 3.5. Ah, okay. Sweet. But yeah, he answered your question that um, they are druids that do that and they're called blights. And he said, okay. and that's what they say in, in 5e. You know, that's the fifth edition of the, the blights. You know, it used to be called blots. Um, uh, Methanos, uh, still looking at this point, his shield is on his back, like he's carrying that on his back, and he's holding the, the, the uh, bright hammer with both hands, and he's still kind of like looking out into the distance. And then he nods uh, and then thanks uh, the ranger for the information. Mm-hmm. Okay, really given leads to success. Hi, so, um, they tell you that the winery, Davian tells you that the winery. And the house are basically one and the same uh, for easy access, you know, uh, and it's roughly 200 yards um, around the bend of this uh, path that y'all had walked in on. Um, You know, you went off to the side to enter into this clearing back on the path. If you'll go around the 
turn or the curve uh, it's roughly about 200 yards on further. Um, they tell you um, Adrian, in fact, is the guy's name, tells you that there are uh, some wine left there. Uh, there's three kegs and two bottles and a bottle of uh, Champagne de la Foot. You guys aren't trying to take these people out of their wine by left. Never. Not my goal. Oh, I checked out for a second. <laughs> yeah, you good. That's fine. He fell asleep. No, I didn't. Talking to my friend. So, would y'all like to head on to the house? Would you like yeah. to stay here? Alright, give me just a second. Yeah, and I guess we've queried him on, like, the situation, like, what are the good entrances, what's not kind of stuff. Huh? Um, as you walk around this curve, you come upon a pretty wide open space. You see that there is a, um, like a walkway, a tunnel type thing, a catwalk that connects the house and the winery. Uh, the winery seems to be like a one-story above-ground building. I don't know if there's anything you know below either one of them. Um, there's a two large doors that would open up to where you could load like horses, you know, uh, wagons. Uh, the house is in very good condition. Uh, it's two stories. Doesn't quite appear to be a mansion, but um, definitely part of a house that uh, belongs to a family that's well to do. Um, and oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, um, so as you w- are walking up to the house, um, everyone roll me a perception check. Sure. Up sh- uh, 16 total. Okay. Methano gets a 12. Unfortunately, Methano is not here. Yeah, 22. Oh, okay. Nice. Kelton, what did Kelton get? Uh, 18. Don't you be muting me. Um, is your is your mic on the Fritz, Kelton? It shouldn't be. It's brand new. I hear you now. Yeah. Um, so the lowest score was a 12. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, Methanos um, does not notice this, but the other four of you, um, including Ismark, hears rustling off to the sides and to behind them. Uh, you hear like the cracking and the splintering and... Uh, uh, things like walking. Uh, do you head on to the house, like up the porch steps, or do you stay into the yard? You're you're right there at the steps, basically. I'm stashing my pike and drawing my bow and knocking an arrow. Out. All right. Um, and at this point in time, Mathanos, you see this and you notice uh, him drawing his bow and arrow, and you hear the sound of. Things cracking and shuffling and moving. Can I do a nature check just to see uh, if I recognize? Yes. I'm going to do nature checks all the time now. <laughs> uh, would you? Oh, that's fine. Actually, roll, roll to me because mm-hmm. I hate seeing. No problem. Let me get to it. Yeah, uh, you get a thir- you get a plus four, so that's thirteen. Oh, plus seven. Plus seven's plus okay. Four. That's a sixteen. You got a nine. Um, you know that you sense that there are blights. Uh, I am going to very quickly relay this information to the rest of my party. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. uh, 
tell Hellround a fireball might be in order. Um, I would like to ask the ranger if this, I guess this blight, this individual, are they undead? Or does he know um, if they're undead? Depends on how far into corruption they've gone. Mm -hmm. um, okay. and, and when you're 16, you you know, like, like I said, you know they're blights, but you're not sure what kind. But you can just tell that they are blight. Okay, so they uh, may be... How far, how far are they to from us? 120 feet. Oh, that's um, not much so with with that information what Methanos like to do is he would like to um uh again press his hand against the section of the warhammer that has the spikes um mm -hmm. uh, blood starts reaping again on top of the weapon and uh, this time the weapon is uh covered in um fire you know six extra points of damage uh, I, uh, that's fire. I, make sure, make sure to make a note of that because yep. next week, whenever we start, everybody yeah. will do what? Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anonymous, brought to you by Knights of the Braille. We are a group of blind or visually impaired tabletop role-playing game players. And for more information, you can go to www.knightsofthebraille.com. That is www.knightsofthebraille.com. Look us up on Twitter or Facebook. And be sure to like and subscribe to get the most current episode as it is uploaded.